Welcome to the Gore Girls Podcast. Hey, Gore Gang. By now, we're all aware of the devastation that is raining down on Ukraine today. Countless people are in desperate need of help and supplies right away. The Gore Girls believe in helping out when and however you can, so this month we will be donating 100% of the funds we receive on Patreon to the Stand with Ukraine GoFundMe sponsored by Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Mila Kunis is a proud Ukrainian, and she and Ashton have pledged to match up to $3 million of what is donated to their GoFundMe. The funds will go to Flexport.org and Airbnb. Flexport is organizing shipments of relief supplies to refugee sites, and Airbnb is providing short-term housing to refugees in Ukraine. If you haven't visited our Patreon yet, feel free to do so and help us support this amazing effort to send a bit of hope to the people of Ukraine. If you are unable to donate, you can help by contacting your government representatives and urging them to accept as many refugees as possible. Stay creepy, gang, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to fucking Gore Girls, everybody. See, now we made it three seconds. (laughs) I'm Lorelai. I'm Grace. I'm Elaine. I'm Kayla. And today, for our third episode of Nuns, Priests, Demons, oh my, oh my. we're talking about The Exorcist. The fucking Exorcist. Directed by William, is it Friedkin or Friedkin? Friedkin. I read it as Friedkin. Friedkin. Okay, I thought That's what so. I, I also watched, like, legit documentaries and still couldn't comprehend what <laughs> it was. So, you know, just me and my name issue. Mm. Um, if you're here, I hope you've seen this movie. If you haven't seen this movie, you should do yourself the favor of watching it. Mm-hmm. And then you can come back and listen. And we'll be here talking about all the nitty fucking gritty it has to offer. As of this recording, it's on Netflix. So go watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you pay for it, Elaine? <laughs> no, I did okay. not pay for it. <laughs> I had it on my list on Netflix. So oh, thankfully this time I knew that it was on Netflix. <laughs> Wonderful. Save that $3 off of Prime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Six if you can't get it done in 48 hours. Right. I've done that a couple times. Also Same. I did that with The Omen. I paid for it three times. Oh, I think there's multiple that yeah. I've paid for multiple times. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> because I just can't well just buy them. Just I in know. case. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm very excited to talk about this movie. Me too. Me too. I had a question before we divulged into okay. The movie. How old were you guys when you first saw this? I believe I was about eleven. Okay, I was fifteen. I think. Yeah, yeah that, I makes, that Some, makes me eleven too. Yeah, sometime in high school or something, probably. I don't yeah, know. I saw it late. I mean, yeah, compared to like some of the other stuff that we saw when we were young, um, mm-hmm. I was kind of older. I remember Kayla when we first watched it because we all watched it together. Mm-hmm. Us saying that we we're like, "Wow, we're watching this kind of late." I'm fucking eleven. What the fuck? Like, that's not late to be watching this movie at all. It's really I think I saw the prequel before I saw the actual Exorcist. Oh. I've never seen the prequel. Neither have I. I don't know that I have. I'm going to be talking about those prequels today. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm excited. Um, Can I share my pun that I almost forgot? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. What do you get if you don't pay your exorcist? Uh, summons? Nope. Oh. oh. What is it? Repossessed. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. That's good. Oh, that's I'm good. Oh, like thank you. Summon demons? I don't know. That'd be a good, like, court pun. <laughs> mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. 
demons yeah. and shit. I, I like know. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, shall we just uh, do this thingy? We yes. shall. Get into it? Yep. Okay. So, in Exorcist, Chris McNeil finds her 12-year-old daughter to be possessed when medical experts can't explain her bizarre behavior. She seeks out the help of a priest, and with the ritual of exorcism, they save her life. So, the film opens with an archaeological dig in Iraq. Father Marin finds part of a demonic statue. He tells the man he is working with there that he has to leave. There is something he must do. He goes back to the dig to look up at a large demonic statue. They kind of, like, resemble each other. That's where we'll pause. Can't talk. Um, the score right away. Spooky spook. Very ominous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unsettling. With that full moon that turns into the sun. <laughs> yep. I said, I was like, it's a full sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel like it looked cold as shit in 30 Days of Night, and it looks fucking hot. Yes. You can literally nope. see the heat waves. Yeah. Nope. That just makes me nauseous. Yeah, fuck Same. all of that. <laughs> um, did not like this opening scene. Me either. It takes for fucking ever, kind of. Like, it's just, I just feel like we're here for a long time and it's not mm-hmm. necessary. And there's also, like, hardly any dialogue mm-hmm. and, it's like, so quiet. no real explanation. So I'm just like, what? Yeah. Why like, are we at why this Why does he need to Iraq? leave? And where What's is he happening? going? How does he know to leave? I Yes. I think that yeah. the first 45 minutes of this movie are the most boring. That's 45 fair. minutes. That's I mean, fair. Yeah. I it really takes a minute. It's I it goes along with the omen and Black Christmas and just all the movies that are like mm-hmm. Oh my god, just fucking get to what we're getting to. A lot of older you know I mean? movies, like it's, it's like they have oh. extra shit in here that you, that you don't need. Like really yeah. nothing happens, but then so much happens. We yeah, we this, ran into that with end. Black Christmas. Yes. Mm-hmm. For this and one, the omen, though, I don't so, I don't I mind the slow burn. It. I kind of like it. This is the one that bothers me the least. For sure Agreed. because I I feel that connection that I like so much with like Reagan and Chris and mm-hmm. the setup makes sense to me even though it's kind mm-hmm. of slow it seems mm-hmm. relevant and it makes me feel a type of way see that's how I feel yeah. about the omen mm, the yeah. omen okay it, yeah. it's boring and slow and I get that but it to me is, it's setting it up it's so fucking boring and takes forever but to me that one I don't know. Makes more sense to me. This one, I literally forgot that any of this shit was even in the movie. I did too. I wrote that. I, I was like, like I forgot this is how it started. I, it. I was like, is this legitimately The Exorcist? <laughs> like, I was like, okay, it is. And I was just like, okay. all right, we're 30 minutes into it and not. All right. Yeah. 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 For the intro scene, I don't know. I, I, it gives me like Indiana Jones vibes. Yes. Yes. Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Needs. I'm not too sure what exactly, um, but I do like it because it's an interesting take on like a horror intro. Like, yeah, not a lot are like that, and there's a little bit of mystery. You're kind of like, 
what's this what's weird statue shit about? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, and I like the clock I don't mind stop- stopping on its own. Mm-hmm. And- I like the clock stopping. You're like, oh, what's that? Oh, what? Mm-hmm. What that? But it is, it's a weird intro. Yeah. I guess maybe I just wish there had been something later on to kind of elaborate on it. Yes. And it, it's just not ever really touched on. Yes. No. So. Mostly what I want to know is how Father Marin knew to leave. Like, we're going. What doing? Sight. I guess. Sight. <laughs> that Third priestly eyesight. godly sight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I guess I'm really weird about sounds, and I had to mute this intro. When he's taking his medicine and he takes it with a shot, there's like a clanging, a banging of the, yeah. the people banging on that iron, whatever oh, it is, yeah. the steel. I had to They're mute welding. it. I was like, yeah, forging. I was like, no. How weird. Too fucking something yeah. you've learned about too yourself annoying. since starting a it podcast. It really is. It's too yeah. repetitive. I'm like, good God. Good God. Interesting. Turn stop. it off. I didn't even notice, to be honest. Yeah. I not- Irritates That's me. interesting. The background sounds. Very sensitive to sounds, but yeah, not – maybe we're just sensitive to different kinds of sounds. You know what I mean? Different yes. kinds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That overstimulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I get it. Absolutely. Um, do we have anything else on the intro or do we want to move on? Mm-hmm. I'm ready to move um, on. I just said that this man looks real tired and thirsty. Real tired. And his hands Very are parched. so dry. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. He needs mm-hmm. some loche. He needs a lot of loche. A lot of loche. Old man. <laughs> okay, so let's see here. Alrighty, in Georgetown now, Chris McNeil is in bed when she hears crashing noises in the attic and checks on her daughter, Reagan. The next morning, she asks the house staff to put up rat traps. Later, she's on set where she's acting in a movie. Chris walks home. Kids are trick-or-treating. She walks by the church and sees Father Karras. At home, she talks with Reagan about her day, and they share a cutesy moment. Father Karras takes the train home to his mother's. He hasn't seen her in a while, and he is worried about her living alone. That's where we'll pause. I love the color of that robe. I actually really like all of the colors in this movie. The color palette is great. Mm-hmm. Agreed. What about her wallpaper? I don't know that I noticed the I wallpaper. Love the wallpaper. I don't it either. It's a little. It's a little busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it like floral? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Very floral. Okay. Um, <laughs> I forgot to mention that I believe that Johnny Knoxville's grandpa character was potentially based off of the <laughs> the man in the intro. <laughs> Father Marin. That's yeah. Funny. But like, like most, mostly in the intro, not like That's later funny. He's, when he's dry and thirsty. <laughs> so Max hadn't seen this before, but we've seen Scary Movie two a million times. <laughs> And he was like, holy shit, they did a really good job at casting characters for Scary Movie 2. And I was like, I know. Like, spot on. There were so many moments throughout this movie that, like, they were great. But I was also laughing because of Scary Movie 2. Yeah. (laughs) That's the best one. I love that one. Mm. Um, Um, With Back With Her Robe, I do mm. think it's funny, though, when she has to, like, put on her robe. To then go see what's she's fully jammies. Nope, have to cover up even more. Right. Put my robe on and she's then go. Can't be indecent. No, no, no. <laughs> um. So rats. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
That's what you think that fucking noise is? And like, you're not going to investigate further? I love how the housekeeper dude is like, I'm telling you, it's not not rats. It is. Like, she's so (laughs) insistent. He's like, whatever, fucking rich lady. I don't want to get fucked. And I mean, those are some fucking loud bangs. Mm-hmm. The, how big are, are these R-O-U-S's? Rodents of unusual size? That was my exact fucking note, Elaine. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's fucking funny. How big are these fucking rats? Yeah, there's no fucking way. No. Like, and Come on now. Even if she did think it was rats, like if I thought it was rats, if I heard noises like that, I would still go investigate. Yes. To right. rule that out, you know? I would be I would honestly out. probably call the police. I'd be like, someone broke right. in the attic. Like some I'm going Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get murdered. I'd be taking it's my child out down. and call the police. Mm-hmm. Say, what's going on up there? Thank you. I do love their enormous flat, like top griddle sort of thing mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Goals. I know I would like one of those. Mm-hmm. Yes. Goals. Do a lot of yep. cooking, make a lot of tacos yes. on that thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Tacos. A lot of pancakes. All the tacos. <laughs> yes. Um, another sound moment for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is the cheering in the crowd when we see that she's an actress? Oh, mm-hmm. because oh, interesting. Because like like there was a repetitive roaring sound coming from the crowd that wasn't cheering. And it was annoying. Interesting. Oh, like that is interesting. Mute it again. What is with you and the sounds of the movies? I don't know. This is like a new development. <laughs> what's going on? I don't know what's happening. You just can't handle it. Life? I, I know. Can't like what? It. So interesting. I'm not sure. I had forgotten too that she's like an actress. I I did completely forgot that part of the Mm -hmm. movie. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I think it's an interesting like decision. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be real honest. I really only remember the exorcism part. Mm. Like, I don't know. I remember like from the like the hospital on. I really yeah. kind of blocked out the rest. I'm like very ju- familiar with this one. Mm-hmm. I just the uh, I don't know. Maybe because none of this doesn't even matter. Right. I was gonna you say, know? well, and maybe because <laughs> the the actual exorcism part, like it's so iconic and yeah. like, groundbreaking. So it, it really right. sticks mm-hmm. with you, whereas the rest of it it was like meh, whatever. You right. know what's mm-hmm. funny is I remember a lot of everything. But some parts of the exorcism, I think I trauma blocked because I was like, mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah. That's how I was with uh, girls have eyes, you know? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. understandable. Oh, that yeah. happened. Trauma blocked. Yeah. Also, before we continue, okay, I'm not losing it. And there was a scene in which she crawled down the stairs backwards. Yes. So it was cut out? Yes. Yes. So what we saw was probably like an extended cut. What we saw is what people saw in theaters when it was originally released. What I mean Why? is that when we originally saw it with her crawling down the stairs, that's like an extended cut. Yes. Or like a director's cut. That's the cut. original one. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. Yeah. In one of the videos I was watching, uh, Friedkin, he was talking with, don't remember the name, some other director dude. And he was like, oh, God, I really wish I remember what the name was. I didn't write it down. But he was like, yeah, I think your film would be, like, a lot more successful if, like, you cut out this scene. Like, it just doesn't really make sense. Like, you still get your point across and it's still scary without it. So Friedkin went behind Vladdy's back 
and cut that scene without him oh. knowing. So then when it was released Whoa. in theaters, Laddie was like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck, bro? Why did you cut out the scene? Because that's his book, you know? Right. Yeah. And he was like the screenwriter and everything. Um, and then they didn't talk for like five years. Wow. Oh, interesting. And then freaking years later was like, you know what? Actually, maybe you're right. Maybe we should have kept it in the film. And then that's when they released the director's cut or whatever. Interesting. And that's how we mm-hmm. saw the creepy crab walk down the stairs. Yeah. People, I saw that people said that it didn't make sense continuity wise because of where it was in the movie. Reagan had already been restrained. So Aww. if she was just able to get out and fucking do creepy shit, then why wasn't she doing that the whole time? That makes sense. Right. But unfortunate because that was the scariest part to me as a kid. And so I was watching it and I'm like waiting for it. And I'm like getting ready for Mackenzie to see it. And then it never happened. Interesting. Wait, what the fuck? (laughs) I know. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. I knew too when I started playing on Netflix because it was only two hours or whatever. And it's a 12-minute cut. So it's supposed to be two hours. Oh. Oh. So I was like, oh, shit. We're not going to get the stairwalk scene. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a fun it's, fact. Does does anybody find <gasps> it weird that she just like stops to listen to the fucking priest having like a private discussion? Like what? Are, oh what are yeah. When she's walking are home and she just like stops and like listens to what the fuck they're talking about. I'm like, what are you? I mean, do it. She just thought Father Karras was like super fine. She was maybe like, she I mean, did. Because she asked him later, she's like, who that? Yeah, maybe. Because well, she also saw him at the, at the shoot, too. So maybe, yeah. Yeah. She's just curious. Like, I'm a nosy Nancy as well. So <laughs> I have another fun fact here, but it's not even okay. like, like you guys probably won't even really get it, but we might have listeners that do. So during the scene, it's the first time we really hear the iconic score, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Max, he had never seen this movie. And he was mm-hmm. like, wait, what the fuck? That that music's from Death Note. And I was like, come again? Because Death Note is an anime that he watched and mm-hmm. I watched like Whatever. part of reluctantly. Anyways, it's actually not that bad. It's a good, it's a really cool storyline. But yeah. so I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, it's Elle's song. And I was like, are you sure? So he YouTubed it. Sure as shit. They changed like one tiny little note. Oh, but Death Note totally fucking stole the wow. Exorcist music. Oh, it's so like they pulled like a vanilla. It's like ice. identical. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just changed one little vanilla thing. Ice. I think they went one note lower or one note oh my lower gosh. at one point instead of like higher. One note lower. One note lower. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's a uh, total like ripoff. The, it's the same. It's wow. total ripoff. Wow. Wild. Yeah. yeah. Pretty wild. nuts. Who knew? Not me. Not I. Um, I had. I have a note when um, Damien goes to visit his mom mm-hmm. and how sad it makes me and how I never want to get old. Mm. Oh, same. It I just enjoy that his really name sad. is Damien, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of funny. I literally wrote all Damien. caps. So like did the, the Omen. fucking name is Damien? Yeah. I wonder if the Omen was maybe a little bit inspired by The Exorcist because the Omen came out oh, in, what, 76? The yeah, mother so a of years. all demon movies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably. Right. So, so I wonder if that's kind of where they got it from. But they I never really did. explicitly said it. I never read it in anything, but yeah. I bet they did, though. I, I mean, because it's not like a maybe super to common name. pay respect to it or something, just in a yeah. little way. You know right. what I mean? Oh, no, yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, his, yeah. his mama. I know. 
sad. Mm-hmm. Also, like, he doesn't strike me as, like, a priest in any no. way, shape, or form. Like, Which the way I he like. speaks, the way he carries himself. I don't know. Well, he, he's lost his faith. True. Yes. Yeah. And that is a big part of it. But he just – and, like, he's so young and I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. I'm like, maybe you chose the wrong profession, very, my dude. He's very yeah. – well, they talk about that later. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's so logical because he's a psychiatrist. Exactly, yeah. And I – Yeah. I never – I had a newfound appreciation for Damien Karras after yeah. watching this with a critical eye. Mm-hmm. Actually, I really like his character a lot. I do yeah, too. same. Me too. Mm-hmm. But definitely – Should not be a priest. Not priest material. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how they intertwine the stories because it yeah. is yeah. all for a purpose and mm-hmm. it's – it's. I like the story a lot. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said his little Greek mama is so cute. I know. <laughs> and then I said when he was like talking about putting her in a home, I was like, I don't know Greek, but she said, fuck that shit. Yeah. She was like, uh-uh, <laughs> yeah. that's not I was like, You tell him, mama. <laughs> Absolutely uh, not. Do you guys have anything else? Want to move on? Yeah. Cool beans, man. All right, so Reagan and Chris are in the basement when Chris finds a Ouija board. Reagan tells her that's how she talks to Captain Howdy and tries to show her how it works, but no one responds. They laugh it off. Chris tucks Reagan in for bed. Father Karras grabs a drink with his boss? Coworker? Don't know. And tells him he needs to move back closer to his mother and wants out of the priesthood. He's lost his faith. It's Reagan's birthday, and Chris can't get a hold of her father, and she's upset. That night, Chris hears the rats in the attic and goes up to check it out, but no traps have been sprung. And then she gets scared. <laughs> a priest brings flowers into the church to find the Virgin Mary statue was defiled. Father Karras goes to the hospital when his mother, where his mother was taken. She isn't well. No. <laughs> so are we to assume this Ouija board is how... This demon was able to possess Reagan. That's how it got in. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Um, I will not be playing with the Ouija board ever in my life. And I no? understand. Nope. I understand that it's just a board game or whatever. Okay. But anything in which you are communicating with whatever, inviting that into your life. No, no, no. Oh, that really. Okay. Let me put it to no. you this way. Because you and I, we're, we do our witchy shit. To me, yeah. it's just divination. Divination. It is divination. But, ugh, gosh. I'll ask you yes or no Maybe questions. Maybe it's because of That's your it. religious okay. um, Maybe. Upbringing. upbringing. And so it's just well, there, in your brain. You know what I mean? That, that way. I feel, you know what I mean? I feel like there is such like a dark taboo attached to right. me. You know? Uh-huh. Um. I don't know. You cleanse the space. You cast your circle. You know. You got your salt and shit. And maybe you might be all right. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. It just seems like a very clear way for something to communicate to me, where Mm. I'm just saying I'm asking you certain questions, and you only have a certain amount of space to respond. Right. You know what I mean. You can't tell me everything. There's a boundary there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, That I don't want to cross. (laughs) That's fair. No, that's fair. You're smarter than I am, probably. I'm like, I don't know. She has a degree. You haven't. I do have a degree. 
Thank you. I do not. I don't have a degree, and I'll fuck with a Ouija board all day. (laughs) (laughs) I did have a note about her calling him Captain Howdy. That's kind of like Captain Howdy. Isn't she a little old to have like nicknames for like spirits or imaginary friends? I know why. Howdy says no. Are you going to tell us now, or are you going to tell us later? I can tell you now. now. It's explained more in the novel, but Reagan's father's name is Howard. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. So this was the demon's way of kind of getting close to her because Howdy sounds similar to Howard. Gotcha. Okay. That makes a little more sense then because I was just like, what the fuck? She's like 12. Yeah. Why are we – what is this shit? Captain Howdy. Well, and I always – I love that kind of – that cliche in some of these horror movies where – the demon's like, ooh, I'm going to get all friendly with this child by doing, mm-hmm. like, child things. Yeah. And trying to seem all sweet and pleasant and, like, fun and lighthearted. But really, you're the devil. So. Right. I like it. Yeah. That makes sense. It's it does creepy. make And because I was always kind of confused about it, but that makes yeah. so much more sense. Also, you guys know that Twisted Sister song? Which one? Which one? I don't remember what it's called now. It's like a seven-minute long song, but they have like a part about Captain Howdy. Oh, And it oh, starts with like the psycho sounds. Oh, I'm going to have to look into oh. that. Yep. Noted. We shall look <laughs> noted. listen. And then we can share it on our story yeah. or something. Yeah. I love that song. I love Twisted Sister. Well, anyway. Good shit. Yeah. Um, this is going to sound dumb, but again, not. I, we didn't grow up religious. I don't know a whole lot about any of it. But mm-hmm. priests can drink? Like they, they can go to the bar? I had the same question. I They're was very shocked. liberal priests, I felt. Yeah. I was like, I'm, this seems a little out of place. No shit. Even, I was like, they can't, even they can't get married. They can't have sex. They can't do all these things. But they can go to the bar? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. yeah. They can weird. have red wine. Right, and I knew that for like communion. What of Christ? No, that's all they can drink at the bar. That, that, well, yeah, it's yeah. just weird. I was like, hey, that's no, I'm just an kidding. I don't place know. to meet your boss for like a priest. Yeah, and I kind of noted that the priest at I think is O'Malley is his name yeah. at the party later. Oh no, Dyer, Father Dyer, oh, Dyer, or, uh, Dyer. Just like oh, starting yes. it up. It's not Irish. Yes, Dyer. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's weird. They're very like weird. not how priests are usually portrayed. Mm-hmm. No, they're usually more very like Father Mary. Um, when she is tucking Reagan into bed, and she's like, "It's okay. Like you can date him. You know, whatever." She's like, "You mm-hmm. like him, don't you?" And she's like, "I like pizzas too." I'm like, That's, <laughs> "I just thought it was funny." It made me I laugh. Had the, I quoted the same thing. I thought that was really cute. That is cute. Yeah. Also, I had a note about the two priests in the bar. I just said, is this a joke? <laughs> two priests walk into a bar. Yeah. Thank you. The the like sort of storyline of Reagan's dad, I don't get Confusing. the point. Because like, is he just a dick and he's not there? Is he like, is he why working? is it even in the storyline at all? Like, mm-hmm. I'm guessing probably because it was in the book. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, I guess. But, like, because they were, like, uh, Reagan gets in trouble or whatever for not calling her dad on her on his birthday. I don't know. I just don't no, get any of it. No. Uh, Reagan's dad did not call Reagan on her birthday. So, so mom Chris was pissed. pissed. Oh, so yeah. Chris she was on that hold wrong. with the 
um, the operator, operator in the room. Operator, right. And she's like, but can connect me. I've been on the phone for 20 minutes. But I just don't understand. Like, and then they the relevance later on. He's like, where's the dad? You know, like, uh, well, I think it, I think maybe it's to explain explain to the doctors why reagan maybe is misbehaving or mm. is all these strange things are happening because she comes from a broken home or whatever is kind mm. of the way that i interpreted it oh i just yeah but well but it's difficult I... when they translate from a movie or from a book to a movie because right. then so many things are just like Left sprinkled out. in and you're right, like, right. exactly okay. so okay. this is where um Chris is sleeping. She wakes up to a phone call. Reagan is in her bed and says that her bed was shaking, so she came to sleep with her mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the hell is Chris wearing to bed? She's oh, in like know. a I halter top. It's weird. Uh-huh. It looks fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not sleeping in that. <laughs> How funny. I didn't well, even notice. she gets called to go to work. I know. Right, like, that on was call. Crazy. Early yeah. do they yeah. shoot? Yeah. And you're like, on call? Actresses were on call. No, like I can yeah, but I don't know. So yeah, I get it's kind guys. of a way to like get her out of bed, and then she like hears the shit in the attic again. Mm-hmm. Like she could have yeah. just heard the shit in the attic again, and that could have woke her up. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do like this part though. Um, she after she gets up, she goes up into the attic with like her little mm-hmm. candle and shit, and there's like mm-hmm. the noise of like the clamoring and stuff in the attic, and then there's like a yeah. quick shot of like Reagan playing on the bed and then it's back mm-hmm. to the attic and the noise kind of just insinuating oh there's like a connection yes. here mm-hmm. and it's brief and it's just kind of creepy because she's just like it just creeps me it out is she's just laying there with her eyes open and I'm like Linda Blair is a creepy little kid yeah. Yeah. Um, when she so is cute. in the attic though, yeah. the flame is like a foot tall from the attic bitch you're gonna I was like, burn your hair off your face is on fire <laughs> it is so insane uh-huh. to me I think it's weird that she mm-hmm. takes a candle. Like you don't, you don't have a flashlight anywhere. It's the seventies. Yeah, did you not have electricity? <laughs> Come on, no, I only got this candle. Rude, like, oh, this flame. candle. I'm good. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I do love how it like goes like a blaze. Like it gets real yes. big and it like scares yeah. the shit out of her. And yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Like, it's, and it's just that, that part even kind of like made me jump. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. It's like, see, no rats, you bitch. Also, that would be I creepy, mean, you though. really thought that would be so creepy. We're making those sounds. And if I got up there Honestly. and saw that the traps traps hadn't been disturbed, fucking goodbye. Yeah, right. good. Figure out what the sound Bye. was. Um. Yeah. Also, Some, you yep. guys nope. watch this with subtitles on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it says like crash really loud, but it sounds <laughs> like a lion is like wow. Like it doesn't sound. <laughs> Like a crash every time weird. those sounds it says crash but it's it's a lion and some of my <laughs> subtitles also crash. said uh rattle rattle Ooh, mm-hmm. i didn't notice any of those rattle rattle yep it's a lion though it's not a crash yeah or a rattle <laughs> so the desecration of the statue mm. it's cool like the visual is cool and it's oh, yeah, disturbing, it's and it's like, what the fuck? Like, how did that happen to the statue? Are are we to assume the demon that's possessing Reagan? Mm. And another like, Reagan? And why this church? Why and wasn't why? Damien yeah. the one to find it? Why wasn't Father Marin the one to find it? Yeah, why it was, was it this random, random dude? 
Right. It just, it's kind of out of place. It is. And yes. is never touched on again. Like you see it and, and then that's it. I and wish so I don't know if they were time- just going for like visually shocking yeah. things in the this movie. The only time they brought it up again was when the detective is talking to Karis and he's like, you know, mm-hmm. the desecration of the statue. Oh, yeah. And now this murder. Do you su- suspect witchcraft? Because, you know, you got to blame Oh, yeah, he says witchcraft all a lot. World yeah. Fuck. I cannot um, with the fucking God. detective. But we can I, talk about that oh, later. Yeah. But that's the only time it's really brought up again. And so I'm like, it's not necessary. No. But I and think like, the visual is cool. Do... Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I'm it's sure. Odd. I was like, that's weird. What's going on? It was odd. That's also the skinniest fucking place. doorway I've ever seen in my life. Yes, he yeah. had to go sideways through it's it. Like yeah. this big. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't fit either direction. I think he had okay. to bring because he had something in his hand and he had to bring it out and then go flowers. sideways through it. Yeah, it's yeah, flowers. flowers. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, yeah, yeah, shimmying through. And he was yeah, not a big so. man, but he couldn't even fit through it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And then we're at the hospital. Um, and this is kind of where poor, poor mom, poor mom, uh, the scene mm. is really uncomfortable to see how yes. hospitals like this used to be. Yes. And um, mm-hmm. we have come a long way, and- thankfully. But uh, Damien's uncle is kind of a dick. 100%. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Such an absolutely. If you had been a yeah. psychiatrist and not shit, a priest, honestly. and your mom you wouldn't have to be in a place like this. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. What? I don't well, understand like why she was brought to a mental hospital to begin with. If she was, I don't either. Sick, why was she not yeah. well, a regular because hospital? Because they couldn't afford it, is what they said. Because so Damien mental said they should. Make it better? Damien said they should transfer her to another place, but they couldn't afford it, and so mm-hmm. he was like, "She needs to be here so someone can watch over her, but we can't afford to take her somewhere better." It's fucking wild. Yeah. And it's also, sad. he's a priest. Like, I don't know. Can you not help out a godly man? Right. Yeah, if it's so important state. to you. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's so fucking important. Just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, it's <laughs> like we do that anyway. <laughs> I was just kidding. Right. I mean, honestly. One nation under God. Am I right? Sure. Um, <laughs> I wrote another note here. I was like, I just can't believe nothing happens for so long in this movie. That's... It is just, like really halfway through the movie that yeah. things happen. Do we want to move on? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else. Um, yes, that's fine. Word. All right. So in this next scene, Chris is having a high class party. Near the end of the night, Reagan comes down, says some ominous shit, and pees herself. Chris gives her a bath, tucks her into bed. She hears Reagan screaming in her room and runs in to see the entire bed shaking on its own and Reagan crying out for help. Father Dyer goes to visit go, goes to visit Father Karis, whose mother just died. Karis later has a nightmare about his mother. We'll pause there because this is kind of a more climactic scene, I feel. Um, the first note I have about this scene is when Burke says there seems to be an alien yes. cubic hair in my drink. That's Never seen it before too. in my life. Have you? <laughs> and then he calls him a Nazi bastard. He's hilarious. I like his character. He was cracking yeah. up. This dude having like a Nazi fight with this guy? Like, why is he? What's yeah. happening here? <laughs> it's pretty also, funny. Also, when I realized like who that character was, I was like, wait, that's that's the guy that Reagan was asking her mom if she's into? 
right? this, this right. guy. Right? Oh, yes. no. Like, I'm confused. He looks like a fucking cartoon. He looks like <laughs> he a looks cartoon like, character. He looks like a member of the Beatles, dude. Like, he's not. Yes. For sure. He's old Ringo. <laughs> Why? No, no, no. That's so That's funny. funny. I love this whole high class party. Like, she's so. Bougie. I, like I said it's V fancy. I actually V-fancy. quite liked her dress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another note I have something that uh, Father Dyer and some other dude were talking about was going to Mars. Mm-hmm. And Father Dyer's oh, like, yeah. yeah, let me know because I'll go with you or something. First ministry on Mars. I was like, yeah, we're going to fucking colonize space the first chance we get, aren't we? Yep. Yes, we are. Naturally. <laughs> Great. <laughs> And then they just force that man to leave, who is way too drunk to be driving home. And then she just slams the door on him, and she's, she's like, like "We're fucking problem well, now." I think someone was waiting in the car for him. Thankfully, oh, okay, I missed that. Good. But yeah. they did say time to go. Yeah, they just like, yep. okay, bye, <laughs> bye now. That's your bye-bye. issue. Bye bye. Uh, bye bye. Um, I was wondering, is the priest gay? I also. Um, oh my god! Wondered. Little flamboyant. Father Dyer. He um, show tunes. Uh-huh. Especially, there's he's singing show tunes, and then also there's a scene later in the movie, but he's, like, tucking in Damien, and he, the way he takes his shoes off, I was like, are they going to cuddle? It's this scene, yeah. Yeah. It, like, after it the party, this, it comes to yeah. the After the party, okay, yeah. I couldn't remember, but yeah, he, like, I'm like, they're going to cuddle. And not to be, like, stereotypical. Um, oh, no. But no. I just kind yeah, of like I have the to assume idea because that's how it, it seemed. Mm-hmm. So I feel like but the I actor mean, definitely was. Show tunes. But we're assuming. Not a lot of stray men are in show tunes. Which they should be. I'm confused. I know that uh, this is supposed to scare us, and it is weird. When Reagan comes downstairs and she says, You're going to die up there you're to that guy. There. First of all, who's mm-hmm. that guy and where mm-hmm. is up there? Right. Mm-hmm. And because we never see that man again. And you're going to die of I took it as maybe the demon was saying that out loud to Reagan. To Reagan? You oh. know? Like, the demon was saying it out loud, but he was saying it, like, to Reagan because mm-hmm. she's going to die up there in the room. Maybe. I don't know. Because it's weird. Stretch. That's just how and I read Reagan it. Reagan pees herself because she's scared. That's what I assumed. Oh, that's why. But right. maybe that that's, like, that's kind of what I'm thinking. If that if what you think is correct, that makes sense to me. Yeah, that does make sense. Okay, like yeah. she is still stone faced because she's it's the terrified. Because maybe yeah. this is the first time it's speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like really she's taking inside. Yes, I like this. Body. I like this. Okay. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. The seeing makes me uncomfortable though. How it like zooms in on her feet. I yeah. I really yeah. don't it's like it. Splatter. Yeah. I. It really Pee. bothers me. It's so sad though, because she's like, "What's wrong with me?" I know, I know. Well, I what were we am say? confused because, like, up until this point, like Reagan seems fine. Yes, mm-hmm. and then Chris is like, "Oh, you know, she's, she's been sick. sick to everybody else," and I'm like, "She hasn't though." And I don't know. Like, then she says something about the doctor, like, "Oh, the doctor said it's just nerves." What mm-hmm. fucking doctor? When did any of this also, happen? What is this? <laughs> she's just. She's yeah. just suddenly sick. I I don't get it. It's weird. What does it mean that it was just nerves? Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? I think that's just what they 
told women whenever anything was mildly yeah. wrong with them instead of like actually helping them they're like oh just it's nerves. just women fucking You'll issues be fine. got it just got it yeah. makes sense just fucking drink water and you're fine yeah lie down uh when the bed is shaking and she goes upstairs to investigate bitch why the fuck do you get on the bed with her i know you her yeah the bed what are you what are you yeah. gonna do mm-hmm. you weigh like 90 pounds soaking wet this bed's not gonna like, stop moving jump. Like truly, yeah. yeah like, get up me yeah, and let's get the fuck out bed. of this room. My God. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I could not help but laugh. Oh yeah, I appreciate it for what it is, and that it was scary. Oh my God, I was dying. <laughs> Thought it was funny. It's pretty comical. They did their best, and it was scary they for did. the time. Mm-hmm. But now, can laugh at it. Yes. For sure. Um, one part that did freak me out is Father Karras's nightmare. Agree. I interesting. Agree. Just, I just feel like there. It's very. It's a very accurate depiction of how a nightmare is. Yeah. It's like silent, you know, mm-hmm. and there's typically something that you're like trying to get after or trying to get away from or something, and like you can't. It's like just out of arm's reach, and like you can't scream or yell really, and like. It's just very like, ugh. like it just yeah. was an accurate depiction to me, and so it freaked me out. I agree. And his mom is just there, and I don't know. Oh, it broke my heart too, and the fact that she was going down, yeah, instead of up mm, the stairs, I thought lot. was really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will note this is the first of many. That this movie is the fucking worst at a significant scene happens. Cut to something else. <laughs> and you guys know how much that fucking drives me crazy. Yeah. Like, not a lot of transition happening. Process. There's no... What? The oh. bed is shaking. What? Well, now it's fucking Damien's nightmare. <laughs> like, there's just mm-hmm. no... Yeah. I don't know. It happens Very so choppy. many times. So many times. Small scene, mm-hmm. small scene, small scene, small yep. scene. Yep. But significant yep. small scene. Like, not... Yeah, like the, the fucking bed is shaking. Ah, fucking. Mm-hmm. There's no reaction to about their fucking mm-hmm. how they felt about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The time jumps in this movie throw me yes. off. Yes. There's a lot of jumping, and it's very unclear as to how, how much time far in the passed. future. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. yeah. It's very I- much like. The Omen. They're very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and Black Christmas. They're all the same time period, you know, within the five years mm-hmm. of each other or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, they're all very similar to me. I wonder how long the book is for The Exorcist. Like, oh, I wonder yeah. how much they really tried to jam in and how much they left out. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting yeah, to know, read actually. that maybe one day. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I would say yeah, I'd like to read it. You guys want to move on? Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. So Reagan is taken to the doctor since her behavior has worsened. They run some tests, but the x-rays show no abnormalities. At home, Reagan is having a violent fit, so Chris calls the doctors for help. Reagan is speaking in a different voice and thrashing around, so they sedate her. They tell Chris they don't think this is uh, psychological. She calls bullshit, but they insist on more testing. After more testing, the doctors tell Chris everything came back normal and... One of them thinks they should look into psychiatry. Chris drives home and passes by an accident but doesn't notice. Upstairs, she closes Reagan's window, 
Then Annie gets home and Chris is pissed that she left Reagan alone, but she says that Burke stayed up there with her, but he wasn't there. One of the crew members stops at the house now and tells them that Burke is dead. He fell down the stairs out behind the house. Is... My notes are unclear and I need to stop doing that. I need to start writing like what part I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote, damn, Reagan's a bad bitch. You fucking bastard in quotes. Was this you fucking when bastard? she was being um, hypnotized by the, no. the shrink? No. That's no. later. That's so what later. There's this, it's a brief uh, shot. When Very she's brief. At first at the doctor. They're giving her a shot on her arm and she's like, you fucking bastard. And she spits okay. on yeah. him. And then it cuts mm-hmm. to a different scene. Okay. It literally lasts yeah. like two seconds. Yes. Yeah. Just okay. fuck yeah. you, you fucking bastard. I remember now. Yeah, she's okay. not having it here. Uh-uh. Um, they never fucking believe anybody, especially women in these movies. And it drives me up the wall. Oh, my gosh. So you're talking about like when the doctor is talking to her in the hall? Yes. When yes. she's telling him about the bed shaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, goddamn. The problem just, with your daughter is her bed um, is also, brain. Eat a dick. Talking Eat about- a dick. He's yeah. so condescending. Talking about different time periods or, you know, back in my day or whatever. The doctor is smoking a cigarette in the hospital telling yeah. her, about, yes, about something that and she doesn't, he doesn't believe what the woman is saying. Like yes. this. So wild. Could not Looking be in the wild 70s. We love yeah. the irony. Mm-hmm. Yes. Truly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. You should have been there. You tell me that bed wasn't fucking shaking. She wasn't mm-hmm. having tremors or convulsions or whatever the fuck he yeah. said. Like, yeah, no. I can't remember what he says, but yeah. everything. Well, about, it's a symptom is what he says. Everything about all of the testing and the visits with the doctors makes me so fucking angry for Chris. Uh-huh. Like, me too. As, as a mom, uh-huh. you know when something is not right with your fucking kid and you know – I don't know. I just I feel for her. Yeah, because nobody well, is like listening that, to her. That adds a whole other layer of horror, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Like Not that's fucking believed. scary. Like you're needing yes. help. No one is uh-huh. listening to you. No one is actually yep. helping you and giving you answers. That's fucking scary. I yep. love it. I love it so much. Me too. Do you know what else I love? Is uh-huh. how much modern medicine has evolved. Oh my yes. god. Yes. I hate X-ray. Oh, oh the needle. Is oh, it yeah. Or the um, it's oh. an MRI machine, isn't it? It's an I EEG believe it's like machine. A, oh yeah, one of those. Yeah. Can we please talk about the needle and then the mm-hmm. squirting blood the out of it? No, <gasps> no. Um, I think it was Friedkin was talking in the interview. Um, he was in like one of the back rows watching one of the first viewings of the film, and one of the women like got up and like almost fainted at that scene. From the blood and like the medical shit, I guess because it wasn't really shown in movies a whole lot that she yeah. was like couldn't handle nope. it and like that part scared her for some reason. And I'm like weird. I mean, that scares me. I it doesn't I scare like- me to see. If that were happening to me, I'd be like, oh fuck you. That is no. I have and as as much as I can tell myself that it's fake and know that it's not real. I hate needles and blood tests. And doctors and blood mixed together. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching it and I'm like, no thanks. Uh, it makes, uh, yeah. I hate the iodine they put on her neck. Like, yeah. The fucking smell of iodine. Ooh, the smell of iodine Ooh. is horrible. Awful. Oh, yeah. Awful. Nope. I hate it so much. And that's oh, all I can think about in the scene. 
I felt also a little bit of foreshadowing when he mentions criminal behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, I love that, like, they fucking do this test. It shows no abnormalities. And they're like, uh-huh. oh, no, it's, we're still thinking it's the temporal lobe. Yeah. Oh, fucking idiots. Yeah. Uh, pardon? No. Come again? Yeah, no. Assholes. Um, her lips also look so fucking dry. So chapped. This is Get where this it all starts. Yeah, the slow. Me too. Like the deterioration of her, like the slow transformation with the makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Poor baby. I know, Poor baby. I know it. Poor thing. <sighs> um. She just drives by this huge fucking accident. Like, there are so many emergency vehicles and, like, this crowd. I, I know yeah. she has a lot on her mind, but I'm like, you didn't you didn't notice that at all? It's right outside your house. You have no peripheral vision? It's right outside your house. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I think yeah, that I, this is when <clears throat> potentially when they're putting, like, the robe on her. She's a 12-year-old girl, and it's, like, right here, mm-hmm. like right across mm-hmm. her boobs. They just keep tucking it. I was like, ooh, this – I don't like watching this. It's uncomfortable. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, real close, and they just keep pushing it down further before they do the needle in her neck. I don't like it at all. It was just, like mm-hmm. – that, to me, was the most uncomfortable part of the whole movie because that was, like, a real thing, and that's a real little girl that I don't want to be – Right. I don't need yeah. to be doing that. That makes sense. It's definitely uncomfortable, but for sure not the most uncomfortable part for me. Th- no. It was most uncomfortable Ooh. for me because, um, like, it act- they were just – I know what low. you mean. They actually did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a legitimate thing that happened to her in real life. Right. Mm. You know? So, serious question. When okay. they go in, when the doctors visit the house, and she's like freaking out, and we start, we hear like the different voice for the first time. Oh, uh huh. She's like, "Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me!" Does anyone else like laugh out loud yeah. so hard during that part? Yeah. Um, I really did not. Oh, no. I, did. I did. I super did not because I understand what you mean, like the voice itself. But the voice for makes me, laugh. the fact that she's supposed to be a twelve-year-old and she's saying the stuff makes me so uncomfortable and i was really like um yeah i thought it was funny i I get the uncomfortability of it the voice just the delivery of it and it doesn't even line up with her lips that well i'm like no it just makes me laugh a little bit um also i think because we watched exorcism of emily rose before and i had never paid attention to the um dual vocals you can hear it in this there's like two sounds coming out of her Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wonder if they I don't know if that was like on purpose or just like a fuck up probably the way that the sounds came out, you know, the 70s and fucking I think it's special definitely effects intentional. Whatever, I think I it, it was cool because the demon is saying it. And yeah. I don't know that I would have noticed it had we not watched this movie or uh yeah, this movie after Exorcism of Emily Rose, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Cuz it's like growling and there's talking. They what I did laugh at is you. Chris's scream. Yes. No, I didn't. When she finds out oh, the burg is dead. Yes. Oh, my God. I don't know and that I noticed. Like, she, like, I hits the wall. That. Oh, the wall. Oh, no. God. It's so bad. Cry me a fucking river. That oh, was no. so bad. 
What I don't get is like, why did Burke have to die? Why couldn't the nanny have died? That would have been better. Yeah. It would have made more sense. Yeah. Why the fuck was Burke in her room? Why is that happening? Maybe the maybe oh yeah, why was he in there at all? The nanny maybe says, Oh, I have to like to run him. out and she had him watch but i'm like why maybe she like lured him in there or something that's what i'm saying yeah maybe mm-hmm. he, she called him in and then yeah he was checking on her and mm, oh, this is um i did note the mother's wonderful headscarf oh yeah she wears oh, yeah. several <laughs> headscarfs uh-huh she does not sure why oh, but gosh, she does whole woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do we want to move on to the next part yeah yeah sure okay Reagan is under hypnosis by the psychiatrist so they can talk to who else is inside of her. They attack... No, sorry. She attacks the psychiatrist. Father Karras is stopped by a detective who asks him questions about Burke's death, who he believes was a homicide. He asks, uh, he asks if Karras knows of anyone who may have done this, but he doesn't. Chris is informed by all the doctors they can't find a real solution for Reagan, and one suggests exorcism. At home, she finds a crucifix under Reagan's pillow and questions the house staff, but is interrupted when the detective drops by to question her about Burke's death. He then asks Chris for an autograph and leaves. She hears a commotion from Reagan's room, goes upstairs, and objects are like flying around the room everywhere while she is like violently masturbating the crucifix. She hits her mother, and her head turns around completely. It's that classic head twist scene. I just wrote a note. I was like, well, the shrink really helped. Not at all. Yeah. The way that she's holding her hand out like this Mm -hmm. is kind of freaky to me. Like, it's just. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like puppet. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like her looking up at him. That iconic shot of her face is creepy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love that her little voice is so sweet. But she's fucking creepy as shit. Yeah, I love that, like, she's so, like, zoned out, and, like, her mouth is, like, barely even moving as she's speaking. Yeah. They do a great job at, I don't know, portraying hypnosis, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just, she's creepy, even though she's actress. not even, like, her demon self yet. Yeah. I like that they, a- he asks her, is someone in- inside of you? And she says, sometimes. <sighs> yeah. No. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. But not helpful. And that. I like the the camera work. As mm-hmm. the psychiatrist is like falling down, yeah, 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 it's pretty neat. Uh, I could share a fun fact about that now if you get along. Sure, because um, they did like a lot of cool different camera angles and shit like that. So they created like a whole ass rig that strapped to the actor that the camera sat onto, so that as he actually fell, it oh. like it followed him the whole time. And, wow, interesting. Yeah. Just kind of cool. They engineered. It looked really cool in the documentary because it looked heavy as shit. I was just going to yeah. say, I wonder if that was super heavy. I'm sure yeah, it was. It didn't look comfy. Did not yeah. look comfy. But because it's cool how they shot it. Cameras and stuff are so huge. Especially back then. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 I was confused. What does she do to him exactly? She grabs him. Where you don't want to be grabbed. Don't abs. Oh. Okay. Yeah, those. I couldn't really tell. It's a little eh, unclear. You know, so I was like, "Is it?" Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Okay, that's all right." Yeah. Um, Solid. I'm really sorry to 
jump back a smidge, but I missed mm. it in the last scene um, before she starts shouting and doing really uncomfortable things uh, and saying things. Her eyeballs and the fucking mm-hmm. thing in her throat. Oh, yeah. And like her throat swells like up. Like a toad. Yeah. And there's like a gurgling oh. and her eyes are like completely white. And yeah. Oh, yes. I don't yeah. remember the throat thing, though. I remember her eyes, but for some yeah. reason. Yeah. She's know. laying yeah, on her back and her throat like swells up real big. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Does it happen freaky. again? Or is it just that time? Mm-hmm. It's just that nope, time. I think just that time. Yeah. I must have just missed it. I thought it was wild, kind of. That the doctors are the ones that suggest exorcism. I yes, didn't I thought that, that was strange. Either. Yes, mm-hmm. I thought that was strange as well. Yeah, I didn't remember yeah. that it was the doctors that suggested it. It's and just kind of kind of where they're coming from mm-hmm. in a science. Like they kind they make it make sense logically. They're like you know yeah. power of suggestion, whatever. But like right, still odd. And that's when she says, "You're telling me I should take my doc my daughter to a witch doctor, a witch doctor, a witch yeah. doctor." Please. No, no, not the same as a priest. But, okay. When the detective goes to meet Damien, did anybody else notice how Damien was running? Mm, Yes. Not specifically. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be running like that. Oh, my God. I like how he just looks like he is Rocky. I Uh, said I I was trying to be Rocky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he is boxer. Which I guess he was a boxer. Yeah, makes sense. But he boxed. That's what boxers yeah. just look like. Yep, Rocky. That's it. Like Rocky. <laughs> this fucking cop. I hate him. I cannot. Oh my god. I can't. I said he's a dick. Yeah, I yeah. can't fucking stand him. Douche. New. Douche. Not canoe. helpful at all. No, not at all. Like he just needs to fuck the fuck off. Fuck the fuck off. <laughs> I, just I like that. New catchphrase for Kayla. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck the fuck, fuck off. I enjoy this as a sticker option for sure. <laughs> I think it goes straight to witchcraft. It's like, how the fuck? Where? Okay. What? Where did that they come always from? go straight to okay. witchcraft? What the fuck? Ooh. There's um, literally nothing to suggest that. No. no. Oh, I did say here, I love the gradual transformation of the makeup. Because now, mm-hmm. uh, before the doctors are like, we don't know the solution, it shows her in the hospital, and she has more scratches on her face, mm-hmm. and but they're light. They're not, like, crazy yet, so to see that gradual self-progression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do believe it. Like, yeah. They did a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this Very is believable. when the detective is, like, in their house and just, like, mm-hmm. picking shit up, and he's just, like, just in there. And then he asks the fucking mom for an autograph. I know. I yeah, of course he did. Kind of the like, he, was his daughter he had to disguise that. Yeah, like it was, yeah, but yeah. like it just and you're a dick. Just read the you're fucking room, dude. Like read she just told room. you that her daughter's super sick. And then they're like, get the, the fuck out fucking of here. that guy died. Like just fuck off, bro. Mm-hmm. Fuck the fuck I off. I why they how he kind of saw the connection because there was like that little like handmade like animal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Outside, and then he's like, I like the connection there, but he's just a fucking ass. He's just, yeah, I just picking shit up. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, I noticed something for the first time. Um, Hmm. the crucifix under Reagan's pillow has 
a skull and crossbones at the bottom. What? Did you notice? Oh, that? I didn't know that. I noticed no. that. That's odd. So I Googled it because I was like, that's odd. Mm-hmm. Huh? Looks a little strange. On some crucifixes, a skull and crossbones are shown below the corpses. Corp- wait. Corpus. Whatever. Okay. It is referring to Calvary, which is the site at which Jesus was crucified, um, which the Gospels say means in Hebrew the place of the skull. And this place is also supposed to be the grave site for Adam and Eve. And it's said that Jesus's crucifix was erected <laughs> over Adam's skull. Oh, oh interesting. So that that's interesting. the skull, the significance, yeah. Of the skull and crossbones at the bottom of the crucifix. And when I Google crucifix, skull and crossbones, there are many of them. But if I just hmm. Google the word crucifix and look at the images, I don't see any. Oh, weird. Yeah, so it's not very kind of outdated, maybe now. Oh, I'm sure it's very outdated. Yeah. Um, But I thought that was interesting. And then later, Father Marin's crucifix does not have one. That is interesting. Yeah, I didn't even notice. Yeah, Yeah, good little. I don't know if that was intentional. Thank you. I was like, what the fuck? So, this scene, the iconic scene with the crucifix. Yeah. I cannot imagine even acting it out, even like Chris's part, the whole thing. I can't imagine how uncomfortable all of it was. And then also allowing your 12-year-old daughter to film it? To do that. Yes. I have a lot on how they filmed it. Oh, okay. Later. I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it. And it made me feel a lot better. It made me feel a lot better about the scene. I mean, it's still fucking disturbing. I mean, yeah. In the reality, I, like making up, it made me feel more comfy with it. Oh, when I watched this as a child, my dad would do the whole yeah, uh huh, yeah, and mute. Yeah. Um. So I didn't see this for a very long time, and when I was little, it scared me. Didn't really know what was going on, of course. Mm-hmm. But now, I actually had like a really hard time watching it because yes. I was like, "This is." So fucking wrong. Yeah. And the fact that it didn't get an NC-17 or know, X rating so is Wild. out especially of the fucking world period. to me, especially for the 70s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Insane. Um, I not- understand that this is a demon inside of her. Mm-hmm. Demons are typically vile. very sexualized and vile for whatever fucking reason. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's a 12-year-old kid, I just feel... And her mom. And it's disturbing, and that's the point, and it's fucking scary. But the whole thing is just really fucked and uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and on so many levels, because, like, it's not even like he, like she was just acting sexually, but it's yep. the fact that it's also violent. Violent. Yes. Like, there's Violent. Right. Very yes. violent. And it's aggressive with a crucifix. A crucifix. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. There's just like, so I'm not even religious, and that is like, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, that's not good. Religious. Sacrilegious. Yeah. Oh, my like, Lord. Um, God damn. I understand, like, why this movie fucked so many people up. Yes. Back in the day. 100%. It's like, even us, we're, we're 
desensitized, jaded little right. shitheads. Jaded, and like, yeah. Well, and that's because hey. this isn't even scary. It's just disturbing, wrong disturbing. on yeah. every fucking level. This like, scene who, is just and just wrong. like you know what we're gonna add to this movie. You fuckers, yeah. Let's do it. Or like who who when he wrote the book? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. If it's in the book, I'm assuming I don't know, but like, yeah, I know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, you know, like what the fuck? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck? I have it, <laughs> it, fuck. what the fucking fuck? It breaks my heart, and mm-hmm. yeah, the mom, everything about it, mm-hmm. it sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm saying every other part of this movie I forgot about, but this whole, like, you know, last half of the movie, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know, just this and, like, later on in the movie, too, it just shows, like, what a truly, I don't want to say great, because it's not like I, like, approve, I'm I'm here for it. like to watch that, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it shows what a great horror movie it was, because Mm -hmm. it really is so impactful, and it is horrifying, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Very horrifying. Absolutely. Anyway, I've I've said my piece. I think we all feel the same way about it. Obviously. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Ballsy. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. Would you like to move on? (laughs) Sure. Sure. Alrighty. Oh wait, last piece. I love her head turning around. Yes. Yes. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Good effects there. Her okay. makeup is getting crazy. It's, yep. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Deteriorating for sure. Okay. Now we can move on. Cool. All right. So in this next scene, Father Karras meets Chris and she asks about exorcism and begs for him to help her. Father Karras visits Reagan, who is completely unrecognizable at this point and is consumed by the demon. She tells him that she's the devil and projectile vomits on him. Before he leaves, he tells Chris he can't say for sure she's possessed. He asks if Reagan knew about his mother's death, and Chris says no. Father Karras visits Reagan again, this time sprinkling holy water on her, which causes her to speak in tongues. He tells Chris it wasn't real holy water. She tells him that Reagan killed Burke. Karras gets the audio recording evaluated and finds she was speaking English in reverse, screaming about a priest named Marin. He gets back to see Reagan. She's asleep, but the nanny shows him her stomach and the words, help me, like carved into it, but like carved from like the inside out, not the outside in. And we'll pause. Mm-hmm. Um, again, crazy fucking shit. There's in the basement. Just bam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, scene. That's, scene. <laughs> That's it. Yep. I... Really started to appreciate Damien here because he's just so like calm and logical and like doesn't dismiss what Chris is saying, but he's like, all right, well, I'm gonna have to take a look at her. Like, I don't know. But he's not mm-hmm. condescending like all these fucking doctors were. Like he yeah. is kind. He's and very genuinely cares. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really love how they made her look when he first visits her. Just from this. From yeah. when we last saw her to when he goes into the room to mm-hmm. see her the first time. Holy yep. shit. God damn. Oh, damn. I made a note of that as well. Oh, she's so scary. I love she her scary. so much. Um, I was questioning here. What is the point of a demon possessing someone? We kind of oh. touched on that in our last mm-hmm. episode. Like, yeah. why? We touch on it now. And, you know, when he asks her, 
okay, so what? She's 12. What are you going to do? I would feel like, wouldn't you want to possess somebody and then behave as a civilized individual to get your demonic shit done in the world instead of just killing this random 12-year-old? To me, okay, because how I picture it, again, not religious, so don't come for me. I imagine a plethora of demons. There are like as many demons as there right. are people, right? Like there's a shitload more. of more. Yeah. And a lot of them probably have dime on their hands. And so like <laughs> with the Ouija board, they see like an easy window and they're like, right. Just going to stir up some have shit. A fun, I'm going to have a I fun have weekend with this one, you know? Like, and so they like they get their havoc because in hell, demons torture human souls. So right. this time they get to do it in the flesh. So it's like a fun extracurricular. And they're like, right. yeah, I'm going to torture this human now, take their soul now, and then I get to torture them even longer in hell. So it's like just a fun little thing for them. That's how I, I have a, something sort of piggybacking off of what Elaine said. If, you know, wouldn't they want someone that uh, can get their shit done? You know, there's a lot of humans and then they turn into demons, potentially whatever they go to hell. Not mm-hmm. all humans are smart. Somebody not all demons are smart. They don't understand mm-hmm. that this little girl can't get their shit done. You know? Could be. Right. So I either like they're having fun and they're having a good little weekend, or they're just fucking idiots and they don't know what the, the fuck <laughs> And they're not possessing know? the right people. Yeah. They're like, oh, this right. bitch with the Ouija board. Okay. And oh, that went out easily. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then, oh, I'm stuck in a little girl now. <laughs> I can't get any of my <laughs> like shit this done. This could make a really fun cartoon. Like an adult cartoon. Oh, yeah. And like we just don't have children. Kind of like Big Mouth. Yeah. I yes, love this. But idea. Like, it's like there's like demons? HR for demons. Yeah. Oh, oh my I love god. This idea. <laughs> I really like that a lot. I love too that it's when he goes back to see Reagan the second time and they're discussing the exorcism. He's like, what a wonderful day for an exorcism. And he's just yes. like the demon's so like cavalier. Yes. Like, yeah, go ahead. Try to exercise I me. I love the mm-hmm. way that. Karis speaks to the demon so matter-of-factly. Mm-hmm. Also, like a patient. This, like a patient, yes. Mm-hmm. I learned some fun things about this as well that I would love to share. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, what an excellent day for an exorcism. She opens the nightstand drawer, and then they're speaking in Latin back and forth. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what are they saying? Because the subtitles don't oh, tell Oh, yeah, the you. subtitles don't tell you. So what Reagan says at first is wonderful to relate, which just means like good to be here with you, I think. Mm. Um, And then Reagan says, I absolve you, which is something that priests usually say, I absolve you of sin. And then Mm -hmm. Damien says, what is my name? Mm -hmm. And Reagan responds with bonjour. And then in French, she says, my aunt's quill. La plume de matante. So weird. Okay, so I Google this because I'm saying what is what is the point? So she says it as a non sequitur, which is typically used in comedies to show that what was said previously has no relevance and is stupid, basically. (laughs) Like whatever he just said. Okay, well, my aunt's quill. So that's funny. Um, I like it. Interesting. Okay. Damon has a sense of humor. Yep. Smart ass. I know. So I thought that was really funny. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, Um, Her fucking teeth at this point, uh, you get kind of like a close-up shot. Mm -hmm. 
Oh my God. So bad. Yeah. Uh, I think this is when she also like her purple cuts. I know I noted are starting to get a little, mm-hmm. I don't know. They're like, I don't know if it's like her, pur- if they're cuts or it's like her veins or I'm not really sure, but I like I it a lot. Cuts. I think it's like, like infected, you know? Yeah. 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 And then like the contrast with the fucking ooze coming the green. out green. Yeah. Ooh. I love it. Ugh. And her mom. eyes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Her, her eyes. So cool. God. And the mom Creepy. is doing the actress that plays the mom. She's doing such a wonderful job of just looking fucking tired and defeated mm-hmm. and just like worn out. Worn out. Yes. yes. She's doing uh, the acting in this movie is great. Amazing. Pretty and I don't. Good. Yeah. I don't feel like it is in a lot of other movies in horror movies in general mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. whole or especially in the 70s because like Halloween yeah. the acting is terrible you know like horrible what do you mean it's horrible but <laughs> uh, so this movie is great and the mom the actress that plays the mom she's I love her Ellen Burstyn I love, Burst- I love her Burstyn. makeup too with her bruise mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 they like do such side, a right? great job mm-hmm. at the healing of the bruise like yes it's dark dark mm-hmm. purple and then it's like a little lighter and then it starts to get that yellowy green phase they do a great job yeah. of it unlike this the fucking bruise really is pretty ahead of its time i mean yeah so acting and the subject matter and the content and mm-hmm. yeah all of it mm-hmm. uh i had a question so there's a part after Harris leaves. The detective is like sitting outside in his car, mm-hmm. and he looks up at Reagan's window. And there's like a shadow that moves past. Yeah. yeah. So was Reagan able to get out of her straps the whole time? Um, I Who's don't know if it was an. I, th- I think it's supposed to be Reagan's shadow, but I don't know if it was like an illusion because the demon's like, "I know you're watching me," or mm-hmm. if she is able to get up. Which, if she is able to get up, show me the fucking stair scene. Right. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I didn't notice yeah, the shadow. Take- I don't think I did very either, weird. honestly. Mm-hmm. I didn't until the very last time that I watched it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Did anybody talk about the holy water? I'm sorry. I was a bit distracted by all the noise oh. around me. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Oh, actually. No, we did, actually. No, we have- yeah. So what's the whole point of it not actually being holy water? Right. True. Because to me, that alluded – to like her not actually being possessed and that it was yes. like right. the placebo effect. Yes, 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 yes. But it, maybe she that's actually why fucking he is possessed. So what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Maybe like, that's why, would... why he was trying to do it to be like, look, no science. Not, right. Not an exorcism. But then that would prove his point that it is mental exactly. and not right. The maybe the demon was doing it on purpose. Like just fucking with him? Oh, so they mm-hmm. wouldn't do that exorcism? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. He was trying to like outsmart him. He's like, if I act like this affects me and it doesn't, then maybe they won't try to exercise me. Maybe. Right? Because we see be. later what happens with real holy water. Yeah. Right. Right. Huh. Yeah, it, it, it is kind of weird. It's not yeah, very explained at all. No, no it's not, not ever. Left up and for interpretation. Her speaking English backwards. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, what's that? No. It creeps me out though. I don't like to listen to it. I don't like it at all. Like oh. Nope. I don't it like creeps that. Me out. I, I just thought it was weird that it's so... not Latin. Yeah. 
because I do agree with that for sure. It is Latin, weird. and then she's speaking. Yeah. Well, if if, if we're talking about some reverse psychology from the demon, maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. But that's almost more demonic to me mm-hmm. because who the fuck can just so speak easily English speak English backwards? Backwards. This is the dude that like does the. He must like have been tape. a linguistics guy. Yeah. Yeah. Some dude. He says it like so nonchalantly. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. she's speaking English backwards. English backwards. Like, why would anybody Are you be listening doing to this dude? Why do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's And he's just like, eh, yeah. Stupid. Weird. It is interesting, though, that the demon is saying Marin. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. does it? So he wants Marin to come and exercise him? And. Right. I don't understand. Or maybe. the. I think I do. I think I understand. Okay. okay. Explain. I think that – do you guys know about who the demon is? Mm-hmm. No. Does everybody? I, yes. I do. No. Okay. That actually so makes demon, sense now, Elaine. Yes. <laughs> now so the demon that possesses Reagan is Pazuzu. It's okay. a real demon. I'll talk about it a little bit more later. But I believe that that is the statue that Father Marin finds in Iraq. Yeah. Oh. And so perhaps the demon already knows about Father Marin. But what are the fucking odds that that demon is the same one that just <laughs> right. happens to possess Reagan? Yeah, it's odd. And why, like, he finds that well, that's in Iraq. that's how I took it. I was like, oh, it's probably the same demon because that's why we're shown Iraq in the first place. So I was like, right. it connects there. But, like, why? Right. But why? What it are the odds? Odd. Mm-hmm. See, as you guys know, I watch movies on the surface and I did not look <sighs> up on any of that shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't even listen You're to like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nah. Interesting. But yeah, but yeah, like cause they find he finds that thing in Iraq or wherever. Yeah. And then and then the huge statue. She's like in California. Uh, like Washington DC. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. But like uh I figure California cuz she's an actress or some shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but like what the fuck does that how are those connected and why would yeah. that? Right. That is dumb. And is that why Father Marin knew to leave? Like, right. I, right. This is dumb. Okay. Anyway, what were you saying? Um, I kept the synopsis extremely short and sweet with the exorcism because we're we're going to talk exorcism. about it all anyways. We're going to talk and about it. And we've all, all seen it. it so yeah. it's short and sweet. Shall, yeah. shall we do it? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do yep. it. Okay, let's do this fucking thing. Father Karras asks the bishop for permission to conduct the exorcism. The bishop and, and another priest decide that Father Marin should lead the exorcism with Karras' help. Father Marin arrives at the home and meets Father Karras and wants to begin the ritual right away. They perform the exorcism. They paw out. They paw, oh my God, I'm so sorry, you guys. They pause after before starting again. Father Karras goes in to tend to her and she talks like his mother. Marin tells Karras to get out while he performs the exorcism again. Chris asks Karis if Reagan is going to die and he goes back to assist. He finds Marin dead and Reagan giggling on the bed. He attacks Reagan and tells the demon to take him and it does. He then flings his body out of the window causing him to fall down the stairs and die. Reagan cries out for her mom. Police arrive at the scene and Father Dyer helps Karis in his last moments. <laughs> Lots to unpack here. <laughs> I really hate and it's something that's always bothered me in any movies with like priests and like religious figureheads that they have to like kiss their hands and just I said the same thing. Oh interesting. It's so icky. It bothers me a lot. Like it's so icky. Why do you have to kiss his hand? 
He's not fucking royalty. You might not have washed his hands after he shit. Just saying. Exactly. Like, nope. No, thank you. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I noted that it sounds like Reagan is making cat mating calls. What does that sound like? I don't know, but I feel like that's what it sounds like. Heat and heat. (laughs) Yep. I don't know what that sounds like either. That's fucking funny. Like, I feel like those are the sounds that are coming out of her. Um, (laughs) I like that when Father Marin shows up to the house, we're getting like glimpses of Reagan's face and the demon Mm -hmm. is kind of meshing with her face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when Reagan calls to Marin real loud, actually gave me a little jump scare. Oh, it scared the fuck uh-huh. out of me. Mm. Yeah. I legit uh, fucking jumped. It's so jarring. Like, what the fuck? I was like, I just, it, I wasn't expecting it. It was so loud. And yeah, so loud. Yeah. It, yeah. it actually the scared iconic me. poster. I know. Yeah. I, I just love it. With yeah. the tubular bells, so the score. It's yes. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Bells. It's a vibe. Yes. It's a vibe for sure. It's a whole ass vibe. When the priest gets there with the mist and then Reagan's eyes and how it's just like Mm -hmm. highlighted right on her eyes. I mean, you can see her whole face, but it's really like just here. And then it goes Mm -hmm. back to like, it's just cool. It's just so iconic. Done very well. I love it. I am here for it. I love in these kinds of movies how the demons react to the Lord's prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like mm-hmm. I would react. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you just like hawk a loogie on a priest? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like just all vomit, vom. Say super inappropriate things. Big vom. Yeah. The language that they have her use throughout the whole uh, movie, and especially mm-hmm. in the scene, is fucking wild it for is, the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vile. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Vile. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Like it's just crazy. Like for the time that it was made, but it is, and then it got an R rating. What? It's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. An R rating. And again, like her parents were cool, like with her. Oh, I'll talk about that too. Holy shit! Mm. Oh, there's a when she's like laughing after she spits the loogie on his face, and she's laughing like the cowardly lion in The Wizard of Oz. Yes, I thought that she sounded like the cowardly lion. How funny! Weird. Yeah. yeah. I, I like how he that. just kind of wipes it off and then just like. He's just continues. like, I'm going to ignore you. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what you got to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. I love how fucking cold it is in that yeah. room. Like, yeah. we never talked about that. Amazing. This whole time, we haven't talked about how it's cold in her room and her windows open yeah. every time. Yeah. Ice cold. How have we not mm-hmm. talked about that? I don't know. <laughs> We're talking about it now. The whole fucking movie, and we haven't even talked about it. Well, because now it's like Welcome. ice, ice cold. Yeah. Like, why does the demon like it so cold? Is it just because it's so hot in hell and he just never gets to be cold? Well, probably, yeah, probably. And because <laughs> when he's in his demon form, he is adjusted to the heat. He's well adjusted. But when he's in a human body, it's probably overwhelming. Mm, could be. I Maybe. wonder. Yeah. Just supernatural. I wonder. You know? <laughs> yeah. I wonder. Did any has anyone else seen this is the end? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the whole time the priest is like the power of Christ compels the power you. Of, I, does Christ it does it compel you. me? Yeah. 
Um, oh, so fun. They say this 15 times. Holy fuck, they say it a lot. I they say it a lot. Because like the first time I was watching it, I was like, good God. Michael, make it stop. Um, um, oh. No, go ahead. Um, When she begins to levitate off of – oh, wait, before this. Um, Yeah, so she levitates on the bed. I said good thing Damien didn't do this by himself because he's bad at it. Um, but when she does the tongue thing at Damien. Oh, I hate it so ick. much. I hate it. Ick, ick, ick. Yeah. It Mm-mm. is in my nightmares. Yeah. No, thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Put it away. Um, When she's levitating and they're like splashing the holy water on her and it like yeah. slips her leg. Oh I my god, they that. do such a good job at that, and I fucking they do. love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the like sound it makes, the way it just like tears Eesh. the flesh open. It looks so real. Really oh, cool. I love it so much. So yes. yeah, I love Agreed. that. Um, the part where she like gets off of uh, or, or like out of her straps, and mm-hmm. um, Damien, I couldn't remember his name. Damien is like putting her back in the bed. Mm-hmm. She he gets her hands in. And then he goes to her feet, and so she, her back, his back is turned to her, and then she goes to hit him in the head, but then Marin doesn't even, like, hey, that's about to happen. Like, he just doesn't even... Hey, watch out. Like, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. No. Marin doesn't give any fucks. No, he doesn't give a fuck at all. Marin is kind of a douche. He is. He's a little pompous. Yes. A little okay. Yeah, when he yeah, first like when he's her... Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go, Kayla. <laughs> when, when he first gets there and Damien's trying to give him, like, some backstory and explain the circumstances, and he's just like, no, it doesn't matter. There's only one mm-hmm. demon. Like, yeah, it's like, you, okay, you don't want to hear him here, though. Yeah. yeah. How do you know? And maybe I guess he does do you know? know because that was the demon calling to him in Iraq or whatever, but, like, I wish that was explained a little bit more. Mm-hmm. If that were yeah. the case. Yeah. Yeah. So it's right after she like breaks free, and then he like goes to tie her up again, and then she like knocks him down, and then she's like free again, and she does that like stretch, right? Mm-hmm. And then we see like the light the cast, and there's the statue of Pazuzu, I guess. Yep, I like yeah. that part. That's yeah, a really cool shot and how they did that. Yes, I agree. I also love it. Um. But it doesn't make sense. Right. The only reason we know that is because we did some digging into the movie and who the fucking demon was. I don't know why they didn't touch on it in well, the movie. Well, I guess that's how, there's, even how talking, it ties back to the viewer. No, I'm not connected. even talking about the demon part. I'm talking about the fact that she gets up and does that weird pose at all. Oh. Because then suddenly she's back in the bed restrained. Mm. Hmm. That is true. I didn't That's catch it. That's what I'm like. There's, there's a continuity oh, I don't know. error I there. I like it. I love how it looks. I think it's spooky, but I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> Guess she's just tied up again. Yeah, I didn't even notice that she was restrained after that. Yeah, because yeah, then they go to take, like, a break. That's right. Um, I there's I, – I do love it, though. I totally agree with you mm-hmm. that it's really a cool shot. Um, there's also a part right before Marin starts, like, coughing and they take a break that she fucking is oozing vomit yeah that just 
or the yep. green all over the, the the purple yeah. like sash thing Ugh. like literally so gross. Just... that's what you're saying like earlier um with the colors of the movie i just think they're so good there's just such a good contrast of yeah. mm-hmm. i don't know because it's so i'm unrealistic with the colors mm-hmm. but it's cool yeah like in fright night when we were talking about the, the green yeah. goo it's just yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i love it mm-hmm. green goo and i also wrote after they say the power of Christ can pause you 15 times, <laughs> things get really serious. And Marin says, it is God himself who commands you. And it's really dramatic. And I think, what a powerful thing if that was real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think it's really yeah. cool. Because, like, if cool. there is a God and it is this all-powerful being, it's like, ooh, that's crazy. Like, God himself commands you out of this girl right mm-hmm. but it is it is fake unfortunately <laughs> no this is real <laughs> okay this is real. All, this all happened to me once <laughs> <laughs> uh, um the part when karis is like going into the bedroom again i think or something and it, it's the shot of his mom on his the bed. Mom. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, creepy as gives fun. me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. It is yep. so fucking creepy. Yes, agree. I had the same same thought. Heebie-jeebies. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's uh, we didn't talk about it, but in the, when before they even go in there, before they even start the exorcism, he's like, "You cannot respond to mm-hmm. whatever is in there, or the demon, or whatever he says." I'm not entirely sure. So I understand, like when I was saying, when he doesn't warn. Damien about like getting hit in the head but like you still gotta yeah. watch out for your bro man yeah yep, like totally. don't respond to reagan or whatever that demon it's not Reagan. Right. don't respond to the demon but like yeah yeah and then mm-hmm. when he does respond mm-hmm. he can't take it mm-hmm. that demon is fucking with him yep. yeah and right when um before she says, "Why you do this to me, Demi?" Which oh, makes Demi. me sad every time. Yeah, um, yeah. The, her, Reagan's breathing sounds like Reagan now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that I thought was really powerful because she's still in there, right? She's yeah. still a little girl, mm-hmm. and it's spooky. Oh yeah, Shani's oh. like uh, checking her heart and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure wiping like, her okay. forehead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. See, he's just so kind. Like he just he, is. he actually cares. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel um, for him. The part where so it's a I this is what my notes say. Damien has left and now it's just Megan. Nope, Megan. Marin and Reagan is Megan. <laughs> Are we at that part yet or is it the next part? Sorry. I'm we're, I think oh yeah, no, we're there. there. We're there. We're there. We're there. Okay. I couldn't remember if I was jumping ahead. Sorry. Um, I said that this part seems to be lasting forever. Like when he is getting ready, and then he has the cross, and then he gets the water, and like it just. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's let, let's wrap it up. If we fucking get it. Yeah. <laughs> Megan. Also. Megan. Yeah. It's really sad well, then- when the mom is asking if she's gonna die. Megan. Jesus Christ. Is Reagan going to die? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna well, just keep saying Megan. Yeah. Like, at least so matter of factly, he's just like, no, no. I'm like, um, well, she might, sir, but no. he's already made up his mind mm-hmm. that she's not gonna fuck. But I think die. he's so like, he's like, no, I'm gonna make sure, like, yeah, she doesn't, you know, because he's yeah. so 
invested. Mm-hmm. When he goes in and finds Marin dead and tries to perform CPR, I was like, "Oh my, my god, dude, that that is not how we perform CPR, my dude." No, oh my dude. gosh. Holy I shit. do. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I was just gonna say she's just like snickering mm-hmm. on the fucking yeah. bed. Oh, it's so creepy. No. Can we talk about the fact that Damien just starts fucking punching her in the face? Oh my god, he, I just said now he's beating up this little he's girl. Like, you know what, bitch? <laughs> just fucking takes her out. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh shit, that's a little person, but okay. Yeah. But he, it works. Wow. Well, he did save I mean, the I, I, Yeah, he's just doing it to save that girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's a yeah. few more bruises at this her. point? Yeah. I, I love that this that it happened the way it does that he, yes the demon goes inside he of took him one for the like, team you know what he just Fuck fucking this. yeets himself, himself out that window yeah and that is that he's a true hero he is he took my one, one for the team. problem though is when the demon goes inside him i get like it's so that like we acknowledge oh the demon's in him now but like the makeup is like a little dramatic and like it took reagan so long to look the yeah. way she did he looks very creepy, like instantly. Instantly, I like it because the demon seems to be in full force, like at yes. that okay. point. It's not like I, a gradual. That's kind possession. of how I felt too. Is mm-hmm. like the demon has had time to adjust to mm-hmm. being in on Earth, and also that th- he is inside of a priest. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like so yeah. I wonder if like that almost was like, like he's the being repelled mega. a little bit. Well, no, okay. that like he was able to take over mm. a priest is like, look at how powerful I am now. He's because got, like, those people are supposed to be, those people are supposed to be impenetrable, if you will. Right. I wonder if Lucifer regard. gave him a gold star. I'm sure. <laughs> nice work, A plus on your homework. A plus plus. The one thing I didn't care for with this whole thing. Is okay, yeets himself out the window, falls down mm-hmm. the stairs, he's dying. Where the fuck do all of these people and emergency vehicles show up out of nowhere the moment he falls yeah. down the stairs? What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, there's, there's an, there's an ambulance there within like two seconds. Two it's like, seconds. oh, okay. I didn't even think of that. That's funny. Like, he's not even yeah. dead yet. And Father Dyer, like, comes to it's him with right like, their moment together, but like, were you just chilling outside the house for like no just, reason just or waiting like, for him to fall what? down those stairs? Mm-hmm. I said yeah. that her window seems to be very problematic. Yeah, we should yes. not have a window right Mm-mm. right above all these stairs. Strange. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, that was the um, only part that I was like, well, that's, that's funny. Not. I didn't even notice that. And Father Dyer is just there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why? Although I, I mean, it is sweet how he though questions Damien. Okay. That dude is dead as a fucking doornail falling all the way from that window and falling down those stairs, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when he gets to the bottom and Father Dyer, holds, yep. yeah. Father Dyer holds his hand and he's moving his fingers. He may not be totally dead yet. Well, well, his hand looks yucky. So I'm like, are you still the demon? I think maybe mm. that's his part hand, of why he hadn't died yet is because he was still – Possessed. possessed like his hand looked like gray and mm-hmm. wrinkly did it not mm-hmm. to anybody else yeah it did it didn't to me actually mm-hmm. I, I didn't, didn't notice, notice i just noticed I that he took grabbed it as his like hand. he was holding on to like his friend as like a yeah like, thank you 
Yeah, which at first I, I thought, but then I was like, there's no way he's still alive. <laughs> so I, I think don't. maybe it's because he was still possessed. Maybe. And, you know, because like all the shit that Reagan goes through, she shouldn't have yeah. been able to live through, but because she was, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't like, because the mom is like running in there and she calls her Rags. That's the yeah. worst nickname ever. I was like, I wow, actually what a great had a note nickname. about that earlier. Like, why not Rags? Rags. Or just nothing. But Rags makes more sense than Rags. Than Rags. Oh, Rags. I like, a little Rags. I had a note at the beginning. I do kind of like the name Reagan for a girl. I don't, uh, I don't yeah. hate it. No. Yeah, I don't hate it. I just either. think of Reagan as in Ronald. Yeah, same. But I, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> nice to hear on a girl. I don't know. It works. I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's cute. Well, um, uh, final theme? Yes, yep. please. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. All right. They pack up the house. Before her and Reagan get in the car, Father Dyer stops by and Chris tells him Reagan doesn't remember any of it. And Reagan gives him a kiss on the cheek. They drive off and Dyer looks down on the stairs. The end. The end. Dumb. Dumb. Fucking dumb. I hate a happy ending. <laughs> right? I hate a happy ending. I feel like they could have just ended it with the last scene. They didn't yeah, even I mean, need this scene, really. With them yep. zooming out, um, just totally zoom out on the house. The detective is inside. It's a whole mm-hmm. crazy scene. End it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. I agree. Yep. I said, oh, so it's a new day. They're moving. Getting yeah. the fuck out of Dodge. Bye. <laughs> As they should long ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did say right here, Father Dyer's pretty cute for a priest. This is the oh, only time I really yeah, thought that. I was like, oh, he's a handsome man. He's cute. Like, priests can't be attractive. <laughs> right. That's he's just wrong. I just, usually, I just usually picture, like, some old dude, you know? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And Father Karras is attractive. Oh, yeah. He's a handsome man, for sure. We yeah. didn't speak yeah. about handsome men at I all. And, like, we're growing. Welcome. Hardly Welcome. any Jennies. <laughs> Like no Jenny references. Yeah. It's wild. Jenny? Yeah. Yeah. Genitalia. <laughs> I was confused by what you meant. No, uh, what was the last one? They- oh my god, what were No peni. Oh. The ding ding. Mm. Ding ding. The gine. What was the gine? The gine. That's gine. that's a exactly. Zach favorite. What was it? Yeah, yeah that's so a Zach dark. favorite. Gine. Um, my only other note about the ending was that mm. the music turns quite cheerful yeah i feel um my note like kind of whimsical was that she kisses him on the cheek like as if maybe something like she she remembers Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yep but yeah because it like zooms in on his collar and then she and then she kisses him kisses him i just felt as if he had nothing to do with it is she only kissing him because he's a priest i think so because like god saved her and he's like a right man of god yeah yeah sure and maybe she only remembers the caller and so she doesn't know who it was that helped her so maybe she thought he helped her i don't know yeah maybe yeah well uh let's do the gore gauge yeah What did you guys give it? Three or four? Yeah, I was going to say like a three. 
I want to give it like a, a uncomfortable gauge. <laughs> right, like a fucking 100 out of what, 10. So what is her? like the gore? I mean, um, all the cuts on her body. Okay. The blood from the, the crucifix scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the hospital. The, the yeah, blood when he falls down the stairs. stairs yep. Yeah. Both like a three. Yeah, I'd say like a three. Yeah. Plus subject matter. Right. Equals three. Gruesome. Yeah. 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 I feel. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Yep. I, I could go to a four if everyone agreed, but if we could settle on three, that's fine with me. Yeah. I'm good at a three. Yeah. Uh, does this movie scare you? Yes. yes. I mean, yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. And not so I much like the now. the first one that scared all of us. I mean, I'm not scared right now. I just mean no. like maybe the first time I saw it and it's just so like mm-hmm. impactful. Yeah. It's fucked up. It lingers. It does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not afraid to go to sleep, I guess, but I think about no. it a lot after I watch it. Yes. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All righty, nice. then. Well, let's just uh, get into our fun facts, shall we? Mm-hmm. All right. Grace. History yeah. <laughs> So this movie was made 1973, um, directed by William Friedkin. Is that what we're saying? Yep. Yeah. Um, written by William Peter Blatty. Blatty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> William Friedkin has done a lot of other movies that I've never heard of. Oh, like Killer Joe, um, <laughs> The French Connection, um, an oh. episode of Twilight Zone, and Tales from the Crypt on Dead Man's Chest, and also huh. an episode of CSI. Huh. Very random. random. <laughs> um, William Peter Blatty wrote the novel in 1971. Also, a lot of other movies that I've never heard of. But he also did Exorcist 3. And lots of other books. One called Billy Shakespeare, which I thought was funny. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah, but he's written (laughs) books from 1959 to 2016, which is crazy. Like That's a lot. Did he Mm -hmm. pass away? Uh, Not that I noted. (laughs) Maybe. Who knows? Okay. Okay. Uh, William Blatty got a lot of inspiration to write the novel after hearing the story of someone named either Ronald Doe or Robbie Mannheim. M-A-N-N-H-E-I-M. Mannheim. Okay. Um, The story of Ronald, we'll call him Ronald for the story, uh, was very similar to Annalise from uh, Uh. Exorcism of Emily Rose, unfortunately. Not quite as severe, but very similar. Um, His family was convinced that his aggressive behavior was due to demonic possession. um, But most people believe that his actions were actually due to mental illness. Um, Blatty changed some of the info, like the age and from a boy to a girl. Very similar Mm -hmm. to Exorcism Emily Rose. Friedkin again had access to diaries from the priest that was involved in the exorcism with Ronald. So... Just crazy how similar these ones are. Friedkin did deny, though, that it was about this man, except that people that were actually there were were like, no, you did. You did take a lot of things. Everything was real except for his head spinning around. Mm. Right. 
the more um, history into Ronald Doe. Um, this happened in 1940s. Um, he was a 14-year-old boy that was allegedly a victim of demonic possession, but he wasn't actually identified until December of 2021. Yeah, the whole time they, they just called it Ronald Doe or Robbie Mannheim. Mm, but in oh my God. December of 2021, um, his name came out as Ronald Edwin Hunkiller, H-U-N-K-E-L-E-R. Um, and okay. he, was, he lived from 1935 to 2020. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's a long life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he survived this exorcism, which is wild. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, his aunt gave him a Ouija board, which is in the movie. They're playing with a Ouija board, but his aunt gave him a Ouija board. Um, and then him and his aunt were super close and then she passed and then he was playing with a Ouija board with his mom and they believe that like she was coming through the Ouija board. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Kayla? Yeah. No. Kayla, I promise I will not get Aiden a Ouija board. Please don't. No, don't do that. Don't ever I'll do just that. Get one for my I'm sorry. I thought you <laughs> fucked with Ouija boards. No, I'm saying for Aiden's sake. I just said I was like, I'll get one for myself. I won't give one to Aiden. <laughs> no, I no for. No. I appreciate that. Ugh, ew, that freaks me out. Mm-mm. There's a Lutheran pastor that um, the family contacted to kind of help see what was going on doctor was into parapsychology and the doctor spent the night with ronald which was he was 14 at the time and he said that he was under a spell and that things were moving in the house i'm not really sure yeah that kind of i was like okay all right yep um and then they believed that he should do an exorcism after that but they, they had to contact a catholic priest uh, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so that, I don't like that at all. No, the Catholic priest performed several exorcisms on him, but during one, Ronald broke free from those restraints and used a spring from the bed to cut the priest. Um, the family then moved from St. Louis. No, I'm sorry. The family then from, moved from Maryland to St. Louis to perform one more exorcism. Um, three priests assisted in the exorcism, and it was at South city hospital um little fun fact i used to live in st louis and i actually had to take charlotte to that hospital oh wow and then i told my yeah i told my dad about this um not fun fact that charlotte had to go to the hospital but you know whatever um i told my dad i had no idea about any of this stuff happening in south uh, in st louis and he was like oh yeah and he like went all oh, into this shit. And I was like oh shit i had no idea oh, wow. um kind of interesting yeah uh wow. But during the exorcism, allegedly, the words hell and evil appeared on Ronald's body. Hmm. Similar to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess he punched one of the priests in the nose. And yeah, that was his final exorcism. And he just sort of lived his life after that. That's Isn't wild. Isn't that glad it worked out like, for him? Well, how I does guess, he yeah. feel about that? Like, does he, st- did he, before he passed, believe that he was possessed? You know, and maybe you should have done some research into that. That's all right. <laughs> I don't know. There wasn't really <laughs> anything else after that, I guess. Maybe uh, part wow. two, I'll get you get into that. Okay. Um, there are several, like, uh, things written about 
you know, based off of his story, The Exorcist, obviously. Um, there's a movie called Possessed 2000. Um, there's a documentary mm-hmm. called In the Grip of Evil. And another one called The Haunted Boy. They're, those are documentaries. So maybe uh, watch that movie and get back to you. All right. Word. Um, Roger Ebert gave this four stars. The first one. Yeah. No shade. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, one of my favorite quotes that he wrote on this, which I think is really good, but he said, if movies are opportunities for escapism, the exorcist is one of the most powerful ever made. The exorcist is one of the best movies of its type. It not only transcends, nope, it transcends the genre of terror, horror, and supernatural. Yeah. Isn't that I crazy? Would agree. Four yeah, stars. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Okay, Roger. To that. I know. Um, but yeah, very sad story about this boy. But um, I mean, he survived. So yeah, that's wow. Good, at least uh, I would like to watch the documentaries, though. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Not That'd sure what they're on or any of that, but yeah. Well, <sighs> that's it. About fun history lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, Elaine. Behind the scenes. All right. Okay. So buckle up. There's a lot. Okay. So first of all, (laughs) this movie's budget was $12 million. It grossed in the US $7.4 million in the first month. And to date, $441.3 million. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Holy Holy shit. So. um, Originally, Warner Brothers wanted Stanley Kubrick to direct the film. Hmm. Would have been an entirely different movie, I yeah, feel, mm-hmm. if he totally had. Different. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was the first horror film to be nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Yeah, I don't feel like that's ever really no. Ever <laughs> horror is Here's incredibly that. neglected yeah. at the Academy mm-hmm. Awards. This one actually earned ten Oscar nominations total. Denise Nickerson, who played Violet Beauregard in Willy Wonka, oh, yeah was seriously considered for the role of Reagan, but her parents did not approve of the script and pulled her from the list. In contrast, Linda Blair's mother loved the script and brought her to her audition without an appointment. Oh, I don't like that. (laughs) She was like, yeah, this, this is Mm. for you. Guess it's for my daughter. Interesting. Holy shit. I mean, Hmm. it was a success for her. As we see, yeah. but I don't understand the thought process as a mom to be like, yeah, that's the one. No. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Jack Nicholson and Marlon Brando were considered for the role of Father Karras. Oh. Let me see. Jack Nicholson. They did not go with either, though. No. I don't see Jack Nicholson. I love them both, but all. yeah. Or I don't love Marlon Brando, no, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact that this movie was given an R rating instead of an X did not sit well with a lot of people. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. In an article written in the New York Times in 1974, a man named Roy Meacham wrote that the Motion Picture Association wasn't thinking about the youngsters and the possibility of traumatic damage to them from the movie's unremitting and unremitting and violent assault upon the emotions. He recalled an incident about a young woman being removed from the showing and placed in an ambulance. Oh, jeez. Um, okay, well, that's a little dramatic. Yeah. The um, motion pictures, 
Motion Picture Association stood behind its rating because of the movie's lack of nudity or overt sexuality. Uh, okay. Don't care. <laughs> don't care. The subject yeah. matter and what they yeah. have to do, I feel like, is enough for an X rating, yeah, like especially yeah. at the time. For that. Yeah. 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 Regardless yes. of any nudity. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't think I agree. I don't think I agree there. Yeah. Okay, this is where things get interesting. That was just okay. some background fun facts. So people um, really took who saw this movie very seriously, like only adults, no children allowed. And mm-hmm. police in Washington, D.C. actually threatened to arrest anybody who sold a That's ticket a- to the movie to anyone under the age of 17. Arrest? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's they were like, serious. no, no, no. Children can't see this. Um getting chilly you <laughs> i got like the shivers all of a sudden oh my god um though it is never made clear in the film the demon that possesses reagan is named pazuzu the king of demons in assyrian and babylonian mythology um not sure if anyone else noticed the large peen on the statue of pazuzu no I did not notice the large peen i did not i, I did, did not it is a big old peen, and it oh. is actually a snake. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. That sounds so, right. Okay. apparently, he is typically represented with bulging eyes and a canine face. Bulging. What a unique choice of words. Bulging eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bulging eyes. In a canine face, a scaly body, and a snake-headed penis, the large – sorry, the talons of a large bird, and enormous wings. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. He's mm-hmm. all sorts and, of fucked up. Yes. Though Pazuzu is a demon, he was also known for protecting women from a demon goddess who attacked unborn children and newborn babies. So even though he was a demon, I read some stuff about demons, especially in that kind of culture. And like, even though they're bad, it doesn't always mean like always bad things like they still do. So mm-hmm. it's an interesting choice interesting. that Pazuzu was the one to possess reagan but mm-hmm. okay mercedes cambridge is the woman who voiced pazuzu and she was not originally credited for it and she sued warner brothers um for this and oh, very shortly after she was credited hmm. for Good. it so like um, if we the movie that we see now is she credited in it then i believe so oh. mm-hmm. to sound like a demon cambridge engaged in serious chain smoking and held a strict diet of raw eggs and whiskey. Oh shit. Um she also dabbled in some wild method acting. So you're gonna say she wild was, meth? I did too. <laughs> method acting. She was bound to a chair with pieces of a torn sheet around her neck, arm and wrists oh. and legs and feet. <laughs> Sorry about that. So she could recreate the more genuine sounds of Linda Blair being restrained to the bed. Linda Blair's double, Eileen Dietz, also sued for not being credited for the vomiting scenes. Uh, I'm sure Lorelai will talk about this, but apparently the mechanism they used was so advanced that she couldn't even close her mouth. And they Mm -hmm. didn't even credit her. Wow. Yeah, that's bullshit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The Exorcist Steps are a very popular tourist attraction located at the end of M Street in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. Um, and I guess the day that they filmed the stuntman rolling down these steps, 
Georgetown students who live nearby charged $5 a person for people to join them on their rooftop to watch the filming. (laughs) That's genius. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Of course, everyone believes this movie to be cursed. Um, Apparently, the McNeil house set caught on fire during the shoot. Oh, a very mysterious fire that left the entire set damaged except for Reagan's room, which was completely unharmed. Oh, weird. Oh, that's weird. That's fucking creepy. I Ew. Like I like that. Yeah. Don't love that. <laughs> no. Um, Blatty and Friedkin often brought in a priest to bless the cast, crew, and set when they shifted production to D.C., um, nine people associated with the film passed away by the time production wrapped. Oh. Um, there was even a strong belief um, that watching the film could invite demonic possession. Televangelist Billy Graham said that there is a power of evil in the film, in the fabric of the film itself. Ooh. I'm sure he believes that. I'm We're sure all doomed. He did. <laughs> the end is near. Yeah, Speaking of uh, uber religious people, Linda Blair received an outrageous amount of death threats after this movie. Most of them from those uber religious people who believed her to be Satan's voice. Super, you know, religious, godly of you to put death yeah, threats on people. They believed her to be Satan's voice and helper. So Warner oh Brothers God. had to hire bodyguards to be with her twenty four seven, and this the threats continued for years after the film came out. Wow, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the first day of filming, Max von Sido, 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 who Maybe plays Sido. Father Marin, Sido. actually, Sido, he forgot his lines because he found Linda Blair's dialogue so upsetting. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jason Miller, uh, who played Father Karras, actually studied to become a priest, but he dropped out because of his loss in faith. Or loss of faith. Oh, so he could relate to his character really well. Yeah. Interesting. That is interesting. Speaking of Jason Miller, his reaction to being vomited on by Reagan was completely genuine. Friedkin (laughs) is similar to many directors that we've discussed, manipulating the actors and set to receive the most authentic reactions. Um, Mm. Miller was told that the substance would only hit him in the chest. Whether that was a lie or an equipment malfunction is um, debated. But his reaction is completely real nonetheless. And because of this, the scene only required one take. That's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Friedkin also went as far as firing guns without warning behind the actors to scare them. He slapped Father O'Malley across the face to catch footage of his shocked reaction in the film. Jesus. Oh, my God. Um. I know that Lorelai will talk about um, how they got some things to fly around and whatever, but um, mm. Ellen Bernstein and Burstyn and Linda Blair were yanked around pretty violently. Um, the screams that we hear when Chris is thrown to the ground after Linda or after Reagan after Linda after <laughs> Reagan hits her are completely genuine. Um, when she fell to the ground, she actually broke her tailbone and her spine has been permanently injured. Oh God! So that's super cool. <laughs> that's um, great. Some theaters handed out barf bags with every oh my ticket God. as many audience members tossed their cookies while seeing this movie. 
Uh. Allegedly, one woman was so frightened out of showing that she passed out and broke her jaw, and then she sued Warner Brothers for uh, and settled for an undisclosed amount of money. Jesus, get the fuck out of here! My God, (laughs) allegedly, um. Oh, this is very upsetting. This is very upsetting. This the scenes where Father Karras visits his mother in Bellevue contain real mental patients, and some were recorded using hidden cameras. Oh, oh my god, that's oh, not like that. No, yeah. that's not cool. Very upsetting. No. Oh my god. A real life suspected serial killer makes an appearance in this film. What? Paul Bateson. A real-life x-ray technician played the role of the radiologist assistant in the hospital. He was arrested for homicide in 1979 after meeting the film critic Addison Verrill, having sex with him, and bashing him in the head with a skillet. Holy shit! Oh my god. Bateson boasted about killing other men while he awaited trial, claiming that he did it for fun and dumped their bodies in the Hudson River. He was suspected of being a serial killer that was targeting gay men in the years 1977 and 78, wrapping pieces of their chopped up remains in plastic bags. Holy shit. Yep. These were known as the bag murders, which I did see someone was convicted for, but this man was suspected of those. Though he gave a confession to these crimes, they couldn't link any evidence to his claims. So he was sentenced to 20 years for the murder of Addison Verrill, and Bateson became a free man in 2004. Oh, my God. That's wild. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually um, – I heard – I learned that when I was watching one of the documentaries on Shudder, mm. not recently. This was like a while ago, but I had learned about that. I was like, what the fuck? And so then watching the, that, the movie this time around, I was like, ew, I don't like it. Yeah. Like, like, yeah super uncomfortable. It's- Fucked up. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. I'm almost done. Okay. A whole ass franchise. Right. This became. Um, Obviously, Mm -hmm. Exorcist 2, 1977, um, holds a 15% score on Rotten Tomatoes and is found on many of the worst movies ever lists. Oh, wow. Wow. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, There were. Okay. Background on this audience. I saw the prequel to this movie before I saw the original, Exorcist, which I believed, Dominion. I believe that that's Mm. the one I saw. But remember, I told you gals that I tried mm -hmm. to watch it, and I was like, this is not the same fucking movie. Mm -hmm. And then I Mm -hmm. found out that the one I had seen was Exorcist, the beginning. Mm -hmm. So they did two attempts at the prequel. Paul Schrader directed Dominion, prequel to The Exorcist, which was scrapped and remade by Rennie Harlan as Exorcist the Beginning. But Schrader's version was released a year later anyway because the beginning was such a failure. Mm. It even includes much of the same cast. It's literally the same story, just with very minor differences. Like, what the fuck? I remember us talking about that before. Like, this is the same movie, but like not. Like, why? Weird. Okay. And then, exciting news. Sounds like there's going to be a reboot. Ooh. Oh. Okay. In 2021, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride announced Ooh, that yes. they would partner with Blumhouse to create a new The Exorcist trilogy for Peacock. 
I'm so excited. Really? Uh-huh. So like, are and they remaking it or is it a continuation? So the trilogy will follow the same pattern as the Halloween movies. Yes. In that oh the God. initial film will be a direct sequel to the original film. Oh my okay. God. I'm so excited right, right. now. You guys are here for that. Here for that. Apparently they're going to bring they're not back- remaking it. Yeah. Apparently they're going to bring back Ellen Burstyn and Hamilton's Leslie Odom Jr. Oh. Whom I love. Nice. That's Sorry. Exciting. I just found so much stuff, and yeah. I didn't feel like any of that was not exciting. And no, that's <laughs> no, yeah, that was all that was all good. That was yeah, all that was great. Yeah. Nice, stiff. Thank you. Rock and roll. <sighs> like it. Thank you. All right. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun. Lots of facts. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, soundtrack and score and ratings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Who composed this score? That that's a great fucking question. Nobody oh. really. Oh. It's, oh. Okay. This is wild, guys. So Friedkin commissioned multiple scores. Like he he went through all of these people and wasn't satisfied. He started with um Alfred Hitchcock's composer, hmm. Bernard Herman. Okay. Um, after Herman screened like a rough cut of the film, he suggested scrapping the opening scene in Iraq because it didn't make sense. Right. And so Friedkin just never hired him. He was oh, basically right. like, well, fuck you. You're not going to do this for. Okay. 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 <laughs> so then next he went to Lalo Schifrin, who composed a very loud score that Friedkin apparently despised. There's uh-huh. even... Some versions of the story say that he literally threw it out a window. Oh. Like, fucking hated it. But well, drama he's queen. dramatic. Yeah. Yes. But you can hear it in a long since unreleased band flashing trailer for the movie that came out prior to its release. Hmm. The reason it was banned is because the images flash really abruptly. So it's kind of, it can cause like seizures for epileptics and things Um, like that so it was mm -hmm. never released but you can find it in this article i read i was able to watch it and you can hear the score and it's not anything that is ever in the movie interesting so bizarre i know it's so weird um so eventually he got to the point where the movie was made and there was no score and he didn't have time to commission anybody else to create one so Mm -hmm. he just assembled a soundtrack of like classic records that he just had and just like chose music for it um is he a virgo i don't fucking know man (laughs) nothing is good enough i'll just do it myself (laughs) pretty much um there's a little bit of ambient music throughout that jack nietzsche composed and did Uh but he's also not really like credited Hmm. um okay but the first choice that Friedkin made out of the pile of records was Mike Oldfield's Tubular Bells. Okay. So that's where we get that iconic score that we all So that wasn't made to for the movie or? No. No, it, wow. it was already made. Yeah. It had already been made. And so that could be why it appeared in Death Note, but different. Huh. Right. Um, okay. That makes more sense then. But, but yeah, still, so that, that was they not copyrighted. It? They probably did. But yeah, it wasn't composed for the movie. It was it was already made, um, and How he weird. just used it in his film. But because the movie was so iconic, that's what everyone relates that 
music too. <laughs> right. Love that. Interesting. Um, really uh, quick. One sec. Yeah. For you. For you. <laughs> August 29th. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? Mm, yeah, of course he is. He's a Virgo. I mean, same. Yeah. It's not good enough. <laughs> Let me do it. Thank you. Relatable. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Kayla. Keep going. Um, but yeah, so that's all I really have. Like there, there wasn't wow. a ton of music throughout this. I'm sure you guys noticed. Like there's not. Yeah. They didn't rely heavily on that. I don't think they needed it, you know. Um, but yeah, kind of, kind of wild. Cool. That um, is wild. a funky ass way to go about a score. I know. So bizarre. But yeah, mm-hmm. I guess he's just a picky motherfucker. I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed because, like, that yeah. song, like that sound, mm-hmm. especially, is like so iconic and memorable. It's like, oh, yeah. like they yeah. didn't even make it. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's weird is I can't even hear it in my head right now. Uh, as soon as you hear it, you'll be like, oh, yeah. But, yeah, th- that's what I have. And then um, our ratings, they got 8 out of 10 on IMDb. Weird. 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. 81% on Metacritic. And oh, 4.2 out of 5 for the audience rating. Hmm. So is it did that very our well. highest Christ. Metacritic? I know. I was just going to say. I think it is our highest Metacritic. Wow. Yeah, Impressive. which yeah. is great. Makes it even more wild that the second one got a fifteen fucking percent. I know, like <laughs> stark difference there. Drop Very the bad. fucking ball. Yeah, they did. <laughs> but yeah, nice, cool. Love it. Love it. Hello. Hey. Okay. Hi. Okay. So the opening sequence was shot near Mosul. Iraq, I think is how you say it. The archaeological dig was shot in Hatra. They had to film during the morning due to extreme temperatures of up to 130 degrees during the day. Oh, <laughs> um, fuck that. Yep. A hundred and thirty? One three zero. And I that is would in Fahrenheit. Pass away. Oh, good grief. Yeah. No. Um, I actually don't even know what that would make it in Celsius. I'm I so it might even be worse than Celsius. Fucking hot. Doesn't matter. Hot. Hot as shit. <laughs> All right. Um, the interior of the McNeils was shot at CECO Studio in Manhattan. The bedroom was refrigerated for authentic breath during the colder shots. That's cool. Um, the lights on set heated the room, though, so they could only shoot for three minutes at a time. Oh, my gosh. Otherwise, they would lose the breath. It would just start to get too hot in there. That's crazy. Um, it makes it 54 degrees Celsius. Oh, okay. See, I can't remember if it went lower or higher, so just ignore me. I don't know. So they – how long did they shoot for? Because that last scene is pretty fucking long. Mm-hmm. They had to just keep going back and forth. And oh, that's uh, crazy, he crazy he though. was, like, so impressed with the actors just being able to, like, turn on and turn turn off and, like, stick through it. Especially to get it Linda with. Blair. Yeah. She was just wearing long underwear and, oh, like, yeah. a little nightgown. Like, yeah. the other dudes oh, yeah. were at least wearing clothes. And the fucking directors and like cameramen, they were in like, like Coats fucking showmen suits. Like it, yeah, it was That's crazy. Wow. How long like, did they have fair. to take in between? Like, if they were doing three minute takes, how long did they have to wait for it Didn't to get say. cold again? Ah, that's crazy. That mm-hmm. was crazy. I would imagine a little while. Yeah, yeah. Because you gotta, yeah. Wonder if they just sure. did other things or something. Right. Um, Reagan's medical tests were shot at New York University Medical Center. Um, and then the real medical staff performed the tests, which I think is smart because they didn't really have to act 
They were just yeah. oh, right. They were just doing their job. Yeah. Um, Interesting. The white face demon Pazuzu's face makeup was actually from rejected makeup tests that later they decided to use. Oh, but they weren't actually going to use it. They didn't like it. Oh, weird. Um, yeah, kind of strange. For Reagan's head twist scene, they used mm-hmm. a robotic dummy. Um, Marcel Verkatau, I think is his name. I couldn't find him actually credited, but they talked about him in the documentary. Mm-hmm. He was able to engineer the dummy so that it could still create the breath in the cold. Because during the first take with it, Whoa. they noticed they were like, oh, shit, you can't see the breath. And you can see everybody's breath. It doesn't look realistic. So he oh, like, right. gave I like it a that they pointed break. that out. Yeah, I love that yep. they caught that. How yeah. cool. Great attention to detail. Yeah. Um, for the vomit, they attached a tube to Blair's and the other, the body double. I forget her name. Now I don't I'm know if I mentioned her. it. God. Um, it's okay. To her chin and cheek area underneath the prosthetic makeup. Mm. And then it spewed out actual pea soup. Mm. So that's what that is. It's real pea Yuck. soup, which is just icky. Um. And then they used a cardboard uh, cutout to test where the vomit would project onto in order to see where it would hit the actors. Oh. Supposedly. So. Um, They originally wanted Reagan's makeup to look more demonic, but Friedkin didn't like it and wanted her transformation to appear more self-inflicted. There were various makeup tests. Some They, like, showed some of the, like, first makeups and, no. They just looked so awful. <laughs> um, yeah, not good. And I guess uh, the makeup artist, Dick Smith, he had trouble creating an evil face from a child because, like, they're just so, mm. like, sweet and innocent. So yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Like, round. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Machines feet. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to give Linda Blair numbing drops for her eyes so she could wear the contacts. Oh, my God. I wonder what they do contacts. with these contacts. I know. Yeah. Like, I had no idea. Yeah, wow. Um, Max von Sydow, Sydow, Sydow. He's a big actor. I don't know how to yeah. his name. Uh, Father Marin. He okay, had to yeah. undergo a four-hour makeup application every day on set in order to transform him from forty-four years old to seventy-five. That's Whoa. crazy. And I think they did he is a not an old fucking job. man. No, he is not an old man. He Whoa. was very. He was very young looking when they. He did a very good job. Oh, that oh, yeah. that I didn't fucking know that. Well. His hands, no like everything. Wow. I'll, I'll share uh, what he actually looked like during the yeah. film. Yeah, please do. Yep. Yeah, that's a very wild. fun fact. That's wild. Yeah. Yep. They did such an amazing job. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then just spray paint his hair. Right. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, no, they yeah, so good. Um, the stairs that Father Karras falls down were padded with rubber. So uh, hmm. you can't even tell. No. Um, huh. the dresser moving toward the camera during the scene with the crucifix and she mm. like hits Chris and whatever whatever. It's being pulled by two men with a wire. Hmm. So it's like actually coming toward the camera. That's how they hmm. did that. And then they use like a door rigged with a wire to like slam the door shut and there's a lot of mechanics. Mm. Um, they threw the objects and used this like makeshift vacuum, reverse vacuum type thing to make the objects mm. fly around in the room. Huh. I still don't totally understand how they did it, but yeah, 
that's what they did. For the crucifix scene, they built a rig to hold the camera. So it was like a, a wooden, a wood rig type thing mm-hmm. to set the camera above Linda Blair while she laid down. Um, and then a pad was placed over her hips and that entire region mm-hmm. blocking the stabbing motion on her. And then they used, I think it was her body double or the dummy. It was very unclear for the shot that we see with the motion and the blood. Oh. So it's not actually Linda Blair. Okay. It shows the, the lower portion of her Right. Body. Good. Okay. I appreciate that, is that good. very yes. much because. Yeah. Yes. And Linda Blair, uh, in an interview for this like little documentary I found, she said that Friedkin orchestrated everything to keep it appropriate for her. So she actually had no fucking clue what she was doing. Good. She had no oh. idea that it was sexual in nature. Okay. Good. No clue so did she not watch it afterward? Probably she not after, she was I'm older. sure. Not until she was older. But during but, it. Like, like when she was doing it. Good. That yeah, is no good. Idea. That's good. And I guess like everyone was saying like they kept things like super like lighthearted and like easy so and stuff cool. during this whole scene. Yeah. Which is like nice. I love um, that. And yeah, they tried to make it as appropriate as possible because they knew like she's a 12 year old girl and right. yeah. there are boundaries. And so they kept it like very. This chill, is so which, different right. than any other movie. Yeah. It really <laughs> is. Because like yeah. what was the other movie where they were like saying stuff? Dracula. Like, Dracula. Yeah. Dracula. Yeah. Like, what the yeah, fuck? I'm very. As soon as I learned that, I was like, okay, well, that's good at least. That yeah, is and good. Yeah, is, yeah. That, like the crotch shots aren't her, and like, yeah, great, just, yeah, yeah, good. Um, and then to move the bed with like the silly bed shaking, they used pulleys and cranks on the other side of the wall to move it all mm. around. Oh, okay. And then this is kind of neat. This is my last fact for her levitating during the exorcism. They pulled her up with wires and they painted dotted lines on the wires to create an optical illusion so that they don't read clearly on camera. Oh, that's really wow. cool. So that's why you can't really see them because yeah. you really can't see them. No, you can't. It's like a whole, they do like black and white and they just go through and they dot every single piece of the wire. Whoa. The whole length and it How just tedious. blurs so that's that we wild. can't read it. Right? That's really cool. Pretty crazy. Yeah, Holy cow. That. That's all I have. What That's good it. stuff. Everyone felt so good about their things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's my Perfect. favorite thing. All right, guys. Well, thank you for bearing with us. If you're still here, we love and appreciate you <laughs> as always. Um, we hope you enjoyed our nuns, priests, demons. Oh, my season. Next week, yeah. we start our new season, Creeping It Real. We are starting with The Fly. The 1986 fly with Jeff Goldblum, and I'm so fucking Jeff excited because we stand Jeff Goldblum. We stand oh, so Jeff Goldblum. Hot dog. Okay. Oh. That, that just yeah. Um, Elaine, you want to do the patron shout out? Um, yes. This week we're gonna say thank you to Kevin and my dad Steve. Thanks so much for your support, and we love you. Love thank you, Dad. You. Thanks. Oh. You're Thank beautiful. you so Thanks, much, guys. Amazing. Thank you. Uh, with that, we are on Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast. And social media, you know, just go ahead and search for us. We're the only girl. We're there. Four girls. And at this point, if you aren't already following us on social media and you're with us this far, like, 
what are you doing with your life? What doing? What mm-hmm. doing? Why not? What doing? It's okay if you're not on social media, though. Right, like, if you're not, we understand. Oh, yeah. But if you are, what the fuck? Then what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. You're we missing out on really some cool really things. good content. You're so. missing out on Lorelai's amazing art. Yeah. And like, some fun things. Go follow thank us, you. guys. So, yeah, with that, thank you. Uh, wear your sunscreen. Drink your water. Wear your shoes. Lock your fucking doors. Mm-hmm. And, and don't play with Ouija boards that you find mm-hmm. in your attic. Just, just don't. Just. But no. maybe, like, leave us a rating and show us love, yeah? Yes. Yes. All right, guys. Stay creepy. Okay. Love you all. Peace don't out. Don't masturbate Bye. with a crossbow. Never. No, don't. No, don't. Don't. Never. Don't. Never. No. I mean, you can masturbate, but just let's not do that. This <laughs> 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 is not a way. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's what you're into, I guess, but. Whatever, Fletcher Boat. I wouldn't. <laughs>